1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Rick, Jill, and Smokestaff having fun with a world gone crazy. And
3: it's brought to you by Farah and Farah. So I hate to start off the show like this because it's kind of negative. I hate to start off the hour. But uh, Henry Kissinger passed away, 100 oh. years old, lived a long life. If you don't know who Henry Kissinger is, then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Passed away yesterday at 100 years old. Former U.S. Secretary of State, obviously, during the Nixon and Ford administrations. He was one of the most influential, and some people called him controversial, foreign policy uh, framers in the last several decades, I would say. They released a statement saying, Dr. Henry Kissinger, a respected American scholar and statesman, died today at his home in Connecticut. Uh, If you don't know, his parents were uh, from Nazi Germany, they immigrated to the United States. He enrolled in the Army. He has a BA degree in political science. Uh, he was appointed. I believe he's the only one that was national security advisor and secretary of state at the same time. Am I wrong? Uh, no, that sounds about right. Um, An inventor of the kiss. And he, no. <laughs> but, you know, the biggest thing, I think, is because he was credited to helping end the uh, the Vietnam War and he got yeah. a Nobel Peace Prize. This is him at a press conference after winning the Nobel Peace Prize.
2: Nothing that has happened to me in public life has moved me more than this award.
3: I mean, that's kind of a big deal. But yeah, yeah. 100 years old. Wow. Jeez. So I have to talk about Elon Musk because you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. And sometimes he's very refined. The way he speaks, I should say, like his tone is very refined. But I think he also sometimes doesn't have a filter. So he'll say crazy stuff, yeah. but it's in like this monotone kind of way. So he was talking at some kind of summit yesterday. I think it was for the New York Times. And he was responding to the fact that all these advertisers are threatening to pull from X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's big advertisers. It's people like uh, Bob Iger with Disney. It's Coca-Cola. Um, it's Apple. It's Apple. And it's all going back to, first of all, they don't like Elon Musk. You know, they don't like that he owns Twitter. They don't like that he lets people say whatever they want and they can't, you know, censor people. Yeah,
4: we need to decide who's going to say what and when.
3: So they asked him at this summit, hey, what do you what do you think about these advertisers boycotting X? Because it could, I mean, it could lose him a lot of money. I think it's up to $75 million in revenue that it could cost him. Oh, yeah. Which even to a billionaire, I feel like that's a lot of money.
4: I mean, a bill. One billion is a thousand millions.
3: Yeah, so seventy-five million in revenue. But here's what he had to say on the interview when they asked him what he thought about it. We
5: got bleeps. Yeah, there's bleeps. If somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money. Go yourself. (laughs) But
3: nobody knows what to say.
5: Yourself. Is that clear?
3: love that he kind of... Became, that's about as unhinged, I think, oh, that he yeah. gets.
4: But, I mean, when you're one of the richest men in the world, you kind of have go f yourself money. Yeah. Like, you could say that to anybody. Oh, absolutely. Really, anybody. What are you going to do? Fire me? What are you going to do? Sue me? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, burn my house down? I got like eight of them. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, So, do you remember in, during COVID when there was that rule set in motion at, uh to kind of curb DMV crowds during... uh during the pandemic, I guess I should say. Um, hmm. So now they're going to do away with that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a rule which allowed people to certify their own vision requirements online. Oh, um,
4: yeah, that's right. Because there was so many changes because nobody could go to the DMV. Like Georgia, right. like, they would just mail out the license. You didn't even have to take the driving portion of the test. Isn't that
3: stupid? Like, oh, you just pass it on the internet and they mail it to you. No problem. That's kind of how my driving test was when I was 16. Like,
6: yeah.
3: uh, my parents were in Jersey at the time when they got, obviously, when they were teenagers. And they they were talking about their driving test and how hard it was. And you had to go out onto the interstate and you had to parallel park and you'd do all this stuff, right? My driving test, granted, it was in Germantown, Tennessee. It was a, a track, like a go-kart track. Oh, nice. And you literally got in the car. The guy gets in with you. You go around in a circle. You yeah. park in front of the cone and they're like, here's your license. You had to pass the test, too, like the written yeah. test. But I thought, that's it? That's all I had to do? I could be a maniac out there, but you just made me drive in a circle and then pull up to a cone. And as long as I didn't hit the cone, I got handed a drivers. It was blast. We I couldn't even like understand.
4: You six hours with the instructor driving around town. And then your test, they would do it at the movie theater parking lot. And they'd set up the cones and, you know, stuff. And that's why I don't see the parallel parking because I was a short guy. i just yeah. sit on like three phone books. You my were short? So- oh, yeah. No, I didn't get tall until I moved down here. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was sitting on three phone books trying to park my mom's Suburban. Really? Yeah, I touched the edge of the hockey stick sticking out of the cone. It almost cost me my license.
3: Well, the deal with this is, so the rule, like I said, which people could just be like, yeah, I could see. But oh, this were, is just for the vision thing. That this was really the rule they changed? Well, this is for the vision thing, but they were supposed to submit their own vision test and send it into the DMV. And there's like 50,000 people that just never did it. So now this COVID <laughs> rule is set to expire tomorrow. And if they haven't sent in their vision test, their license becomes expired. I mean, New York Rightfully City, you probably dr- so, but drive with
4: an expired license. People pee on the street. Who cares? I know.
3: <laughs> but still. I just think yeah, it's funny it's, how much we got away with during oh, COVID. Yeah. It, was, it just, was incredible. These rules were just insane.
4: Yeah, just do your own thing. No problem.
3: I, I mean, you can just get, you just get mailed a driver's license, and we're just going to trust that you can see. You could get
4: alcohol to go. Oh, that's right. Like, all the restaurants. You remember that? Yeah. You'd, like, go to the few restaurants that would still be allowed to cook, but you couldn't sit inside. And they'd be like, here's a margarita. Walk away.
3: hmm <laughs> Like, all right. Uh, no problem. I remember one of the guys from one of the restaurants in my neighborhood at the very beginning when everything shut down and people weren't doing, like, the to-go, or they were starting to do the to-go thing, but this was that weird in-between period of, like, when it first happened and you were told you could do takeout orders. Yeah. He was going door to door. Bless him. Knocking on doors, being like, do you need any eggs? Do you need steak? He was, like, selling the stuff from the restaurant. Nice. Just trying to make money because people weren't going to stores I either. I
4: love that. Somebody come up and be like, you want some fajita meat? No problem, please. Yeah, they were
3: selling, like, full-blown steaks. Nice. Their supplies. One of them opened a window, and they were like, here's all the stuff in our fridge if you want it. Oh, and people could just, they're like, milk's this much, eggs this much. You know, they just, it was kind of insane. Can't beat that. All right, let's talk about Susan Sarandon. Oh, jeez. Because I don't like her. No, I like her as uh, an actress. You know, we were talking about this yesterday. I can separate the fact that you're an insane person, but I kind of like your movies like Tom Cruise, Robert De Niro, which I'll get to in just a second. Susan Sarandon's another one. Yeah, Richard has a hard time with that. They say one thing
4: he doesn't like, he's like, I'll never watch this entire series of movies again. I'm like, but those are classics. You're never going to watch those? Well, if I do, I won't like it.
3: (laughs) in his defense though he'll go through with it like he Oh yeah, no he, he literally to it.
4: won't watch it anymore. I'm like, "Oh, you want to watch this?" Uh, "No." I can't do that. No, yeah,
3: he means what he says for sure. <laughs> so, they're calling Susan Sarandon an anti-semite. She's actually been dropped by her Hollywood agency. I think it's called UTA mm. after saying, "Are you ready for this?" She said that frightened Jews are getting a taste of how it feels to be Muslim in America. And then she posted what everybody that is pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine says, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. So, obviously it got out there because she's an idiot and she posted it. So, yeah, her uh, talent agency dropped her.
4: Wow, big shocker there.
3: But, you know, here's the thing. She's 77. I think she's at the end of her career. Does she care that her talent agency dropped her? Probably
4: not to a degree, but at the same time, like... You have to expect a little bit of blowback.
3: Well, no, obviously blowback. a lot of blowback. I mean, even
4: though, like, a lot of people in Hollywood or on that side of the aisle that she sits on tend to lean in, you know, everybody goes in the same direction. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if that's a factor or not. But at the same time, like, come on. What are you doing? I I would love to be posting stuff all day. Stop paying your taxes! Yeah. But even I don't do that. One, I don't like to post stuff. But two, it puts you out there. Like, you're... in in a way, like, you're kind of... Everybody's looking at you. Yeah. Everybody's
3: looking at you. Um, And Deborah Messing said something that I thought was... I I don't even want to say out of character, because I feel like normally she's, like, angry, and, you know, she hates Trump and that whole thing, right? But she's Jewish. Yeah. So she came out, obviously, standing with Israel... And she was talking about, she did have to throw in there, you know, obviously I pray for all the innocent civilians. Um, she said, we'll remember and work for the release of the 240 hostages, as well as the safety of 2.2 2 million Gazans. We're praying for the success of the IDF for the war um, Israel did not start, did not want, but the war that Israel will win.
4: Yeah. Um, that's, that's one thing that I, I I don't know. I feel like a lot of people skip over, like, you know, they need to stop. And it's like, they didn't start it. Yeah. They didn't even want it. But at the same time, if somebody smacks you, you're not going to hit them back?
3: So we were talking about this yesterday with Israel, and somebody wrote in who has family over in Israel right now. Mm -hmm. So it's... uh I like getting kind of a firsthand, because we can read all the things that we want, but until you kind of yeah. hear it from the inside, really, you see what's really going on. Really,
4: everything's hearsay, unless you're there.
3: Yeah, so he said that the ceasefire, which we talked about yesterday, was just a bad idea. I know it sounds like, oh, it's peaceful and everything, but it's really just giving Hamas a chance to, to kind of... Exactly, and that's mm. what they said. They're regrouping to cause more death and destruction. He also said that the people over there are totally privy to it. It's not like they're like, oh, ceasefire, we can go relax now. He said they're totally, they know what's going on over mm-hmm. there, and they're not, they are not—they haven't let their guards down, which is a good thing.
4: Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. It's it's definitely, uh, I, like you said, everything's hearsay unless you're there. Yeah, and when so, you're there and you can hear the talk on the street and you're seeing how people act, mm, it definitely makes a difference. I know, it's crazy.
3: Okay, so the debate is tonight.
4: Yes, that's gonna be a hot, hot issue right there.
7: Here comes governor hot wife. Here comes governor hot wife. Here comes governor hot wife. She's so hot you can't deny.
4: So this is kind of a strange debate. This is uh This is like cause technically Newsom's not a candidate.
3: Yeah, so that's the weird thing is we all know that he's probably gonna be the runner for the Democrat Party because Joe, I, I can't imagine Joe Biden running again.
4: Oh, no. He hardly has any support on his side of the aisle. Like, even his own people don't want him to run again. And you know, everybody, at least from what I've heard and what I've read, is that the people in the White House around him are, like, rolling their eyes every time. He's like,
3: yeah, come on, man, we're doing it. And they're like,
4: dude, just shut
3: up. Well, you know, the, the other part is, it's kind of like six in one hand, half dozen in the other, is because if he goes bye-bye between now and the election, you got cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs that's going to be I don't want to say running stuff because we know that there's a whole team behind them that they're just the puppets right
4: and that's that's the other thing too that I think a lot of people forget it's it's, everybody's you know concerned about who gets elected and it's like you need to be concerned about the people that aren't elected Mm -hmm. that are picked or that just you know keep playing government musical chairs in those important roles that don't get mm-hmm. ousted. Nobody votes for. A lot of people make a lot of policy, especially when you got two, you know, dummies in office. Right. That, All right, you know, Kamala. Artificial intelligence. It's two
3: words, Okay.
4: <laughs> like she doesn't know what she's doing. They trust those people to run stuff, and a lot of times they do.
3: I can't even believe that she got elected. I mean, I can because she's a woman and she's black, and you know, they're like, oh, we got to have the first woman, blah blah blah. But she's definitely the first, blah blah blah. And so Newsom and Ron DeSantis. You remember when Newsom? Uh, was saying that he first wanted to debate DeSantis. Yeah, because
4: he did his Hannity interview, which wasn't bad. Like, Newsom's not stupid, and he knows what to say and how to say it. And mm-hmm. yeah, when he did his Hannity interview, Hannity's like, hey, I want to set this up. And mm-hmm. he went for it.
5: Strategy. Well, I, it's, I don't know if that's the right question. Why is he doing it, is the right question. He's running, I think. I'm not sure, after tonight. But currently, he's running for President of the United States. Uh, and You think <laughs> he he's still going to gonna be? A, you think he's still be a candidate on November 30th? That's an open-ended question. Part of me wonders if, he, you know, uh, the fact that he took this debate, the fact that he took the bait in relation to this debate, shows that he's completely unqualified to be president of the United States. That's my humble first Why is person. that? You're baiting him with the debate Of offer? course. I mean, why is he debating a guy who's not even running for president when he's running for president? He's showing up at the Reagan Library, hollowed ground, and he puts out an ad today, not for his presidential campaign, to promote a debate against the governor of California? I mean, this guy's distracted, so I don't know that he has it in his heart. I think, here's my personal opinion about Ron DeSantis, he regrets running for president. Mm. He made a huge mistake. He listened to his consultants. He bought his own hype. He had this little God, God complex. I mean, look at the ads themselves. Literally, God created. I mean, he bought into all this stuff. And he quickly regretted it, but he stuck. And here's the problem. He had one chance of first impression. He's belly flopped. He's down 30 plus points from where he started. So it's a, it's a terrible situation for him. Well, Ooh.
3: you got to remember, though, that DeSantis is still behind. T- Trump's killing everybody, first of all. Yeah, and DeSantis is
4: still behind Nikki Haley, isn't he?
3: I think they're kind of neck really, and really neck. close, yeah. So DeSantis is going to debate Newsom. And here's the thing about Newsom, like you said. He's not dumb. I mean, people are going to vote for him because they just don't want to vote for Trump. Let's say yeah. it's Newsom and Trump. Obviously, there's going to be you're still going to have this go-around, people that are not voting necessarily for Newsom, but they're voting against Trump. And yeah, they but don't le- want
4: to vote for Biden. Exactly.
3: So this gives them another way out. And DeSantis, who is usually really really prepared yeah. except tonight they can't use any notes here's what you can expect uh from the debate it's actually going on tonight i think it's, yeah, it's nine like o'clock 9:00, yeah. That letter laid out the terms of the debate, 90 minutes in length, moderated again by Sean Hannity. Both governors would refrain from using notes, and Newsom offered Nevada, Georgia, and North Carolina as potential locations. And then today, things were officially locked in, November 30th, in Georgia, again moderated by Hannity. Yeah, so that was just the other day when they were talking about all the details. So I'm interested to see DeSantis... Without his notes Because he's always Very prepared I'm not saying That's a bad thing It's a little mechanical But you know
4: He can definitely He's shown that He can do that kind of stuff Sans Mm -hmm. notes You know He doesn't He's got enough of that that He knows what he's talking about And he can I don't I don't have a fear that he's not going to be able to, you know, represent himself well, but I think this whole thing with Newsom saying that he's baiting him with this, like, why are you debating a guy that's not running for president? Dude, you're going to run. Everybody knows Everybody knows, knows it. you're going to run. Why are you campaigning? Why are you fundraising?
3: And why would you agree to a
4: debate, debate. just
3: for kicks and giggles?
4: To... Again, that, that your plan is to, what, make him look weird for debating you? Right. Like you, you're but you're doing the debate him. as well. Yeah, like, I don't think that Newsom realizes, like, we see what you're doing, bud. Mm-hmm. You think you're not going to run? You're the, you're the last chance golden boy they're going to throw in at the end as soon as Joe realizes he's not going to do the thing. Or, you know, you're going to let Joe spend the money yeah. or, you know, make himself look stupid. Like, you're basically getting those guys to get your votes for you. He doesn't have to campaign as much. If Joe Biden keeps making himself look stupid, Mm -hmm. everybody's going to want to vote for Newsom anyway, whether they looked at his policies or not.
3: And you know that Newsom is going to go after DeSantis on the what they call the don't say gay bill. He's 100% going to go after that. I think that and abortion is probably going to be the first two things that he goes after for DeSantis. We'll find out later tonight. And then I hope, I hope DeSantis hits him back with, yeah, how many people moved out of your state and moved to my state? Yeah,
4: when you look at some of the numbers and facts, just state versus state, Mm -hmm. I really am curious as to, like, what's your argument going to be, Gavin? Like, Newsom's got nothing, but you I got a thousand one One thing I could debate Newsom on. I'm like, look, man, you you couldn't clean the streets. Seventeen and a half billion dollars to solve the homeless problem over four years that you made worse. You could have spent that money and actually housed all of those homeless people for those four years.
3: Isn't that insane?
4: And yet you didn't. Couldn't clean up the drugs or the crime or anything off the streets. Oh, oh wait, Chinese president's coming. No problem. Overnight.
3: That was insane. Yeah,
4: you you'll, you have no problem taking care of the city when a Chinese dictator comes to town, but for the citizens that you're supposed to govern and like. And then he admitted
3: it. He admitted the, oh, yeah, we cleaned it up because, you know, Mr. Fancy Pants was coming over here from China. And people are like, wait a minute. You could have done this the whole time, but you just didn't?
4: Yeah, dude. Like, you're stepping in your own San Francisco sidewalk poop. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I hate to break it to you. Like, what's your argument going to be?
3: I hope DeSantis has some zingers tonight. It'll be interesting. But Rick is right because Rick has said this before. People are going to vote for him because he's young. I want to say young, younger than Joe Biden. He yeah. looks like a spring chicken compared to Biden. But they're going to vote for him because he's good looking. And there will be people that will watch that debate tonight and look at DeSantis mm-hmm. and look at Newsom and go based on what the look is. Yeah. And
4: you have to remember that, like, Newsom just isn't some politician guy. He was raised in that. mean Nancy all Pelosi's he no- nephew? Nancy Pelosi's nephew. He's a nepotism hire. Like, wow. that guy is from a young age already been kind of groomed for that politician <laughs> lifestyle. And you
3: could tell he is. He kind of yeah. looks like Guy Smiley from Sesame Street. You remember that? He's, yeah. He's got that waft of hair.
4: And DeSantis' edge in that regard, I think, is mostly from his military history. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah, you have that, you know, government officialness about you, mm-hmm. but it's in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as skeezy. It's more like, well, I'm a military person. We need to get this done. Yeah. You know, so I think it'll be very interesting. I'll be excited to watch.
3: And then what will be interesting is, let's say this does come down to the election, and it winds up being Trump and Newsom. Trump's gonna spit him up and eat him. I I mean, yeah, out you go. It's not even gonna be. I don't even think it's gonna be close debate wise.
4: No, because even then, even no matter who Gavin debates, it's like all you gotta do is point out the stats from his state Mm -hmm. and go. I mean, the information speaks for itself. The amount of people leaving, how much you tax people, what you have there. I mean, the the state of the cities from, you know, five to ten years ago compared to now. The thing
3: that helps him, though, is he's got the whole administration supporting him.
4: Yeah, You know what I'm saying? He's got
3: a lot of power behind him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's going to be their new golden boy, so... But he does know how to handle
4: some of that stuff. When he did his whole initial interview with Hannity, you know, when he suggested the debate... You know, he kind of handled that whole French laundry COVID thing where he told everybody you can't go out to eat, and then he was seen eating. Went to a party? Eating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, he, the way he handled that was better than most politicians would. So he's not stupid, but that's one thing we got to keep an eye on, for and sure.
3: And he'll, he'll feed off of that Trump hate and, and try to gain votes, but, you know, you hate Trump, I hate Trump, let's be buds, vote for me.
4: Yeah, he's got that great politician mud slinging arm, like, mm. he he knows what he's doing in that sense.
3: And speaking of Trump, yesterday we were talking about uh, Robert De Niro. The, I didn't even know, I don't know what the Gotham <laughs> Awards are, I usually am, am up and up on the award shows, but... Uh, that's for anybody that wanted to be in a Batman movie. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> It was the 33rd Gotham Awards. This was on Monday, and De Niro won for his new movie coming out called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's another Scorsese film, because mm, I feel like that's yeah. all he does now. Like- um, <laughs> just, he's just like, you know, they're, they're boys.
4: Yeah, ever since Goodfellas, it's like, uh, you got to fit me in your movie somewhere mm-hmm. all the time.
3: So he goes up there, and he goes to accept his speech. This is the first award, and from what they did, uh, from what can I, I can understand is he they cut off a little bit, a portion of his speech. Because oh,
4: yeah, they edited Right, so
3: then someone tells him, hey, they edited your speech, so he gets up there again and found out that they edited it, and he had this to say.
6: I, I just want to say one thing. The beginning of my speech was edited, cut out, I didn't know about it, and I want to read it. It was, thank you, history isn't history anymore. Truth is not truth. Even facts are being replaced by alternative facts and driven by conspiracy theories and ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. The entertainment industry isn't immune to this festering disease. The Duke John Wayne famously said, of Native Americans, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. There were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Lying has become just another tool in the charlatans' arsenal. The former president lied to us more than 30,000 times during his four — Thank you. Come on, Randy Watson. Years <laughs> in office, and he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution, but with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. That was so funny when he, he gets to that spot in his speech where he's like,
4: the former president, he stops because he thinks everybody's going to start yelling with him. And there's like two people in the back. And he's like, uh, uh, you supposed to clap here. Yeah. <laughs> he has that moment for sure.
3: And the two of them can't seem to get along, but, you know, it's Christmas. Yeah, Uh, come on now. Maybe the two of them can come together and maybe there'll be like a movie opportunity. I mean,
8: only if Scorsese directs it. (laughs) True. Coming to the Hallmark Channel, get ready for the holiday movie you've been waiting for. Donald Trump and Robert De Niro star in Enemies for the
7: Holidays. Look, Robert, you don't like me and I don't like you. But we're stuck in this ski lodge together for the holidays, whether we like it or not. I don't like it. Nope, I don't like it. It's a bad thing, you hear me? Bad Christmas. Look at me. A bad Christmas. You hear what I said?
9: Watch as this <laughs> unlikely pair are forced to stay together for the holidays.
7: I'm writing a letter to Santa, and all I want for Christmas is for you to disappear. Funny you should say that, because I want the same thing for Christmas. I want you to disappear. You Maybe You're going to get
10: whacked by Santa. You hear me? Look at
7: me.
8: Donald Trump and Robert <laughs> De Niro star in Enemies for the
7: Holidays. Uh-oh. We're both standing under the mistletoe. But you're not going to get a kiss. You know what you're going
0: to get. Huh?
8: Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
2: Having fun with the world gone crazy.
5: Why do you say crazy stuff like that? Now that isn't true, is it?
2: On the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestaff.
3: And it's brought to you by All Electric Services. I eat the same thing every night. Cause
2: I can't, cause I can't. Cook plus I live
3: a boring life. Yeah. So there's two types of people in this world, and I bet you, you can guess which one I am. There's people that live for food, and then there's people that just eat to live. Yeah. You know, I believe, someone's going to email me and say I got that saying wrong. I understand. It's live to eat and eat to live, but I was saying food because I love food.
4: People live to e- e- eat, li- eat li- while they're living. <laughs>
3: Food, to me, and I grew up in an Italian family, is everything. Everything is centered around food. Mm-hmm. Happy events, sad events, celebrations, You birthdays. probably got more
4: cutlery and cookware and napkin holders than anybody
3: I know, and I haven't even looked. <laughs> everything is around food, which I'm fine with. I love it. And then I actually, I only know one person that was like this.
4: How many egg slicers do you own?
3: I don't, know, I don't like anything that takes up too much real estate in my drawer or on my countertop, so mm. I just use a knife to slice an egg. But... Um, There was an old guy I worked with in radio years ago that didn't care if he ate the same exact thing every single day for the rest of his life till he died. He's like, (laughs) I find no joy in food. I just eat it so I don't die. I'm like, how? How do you
4: not? I mean, don't get me wrong. I eat stuff not to die, too. But at the same time, I want to enjoy Enjoy it. it. Yeah.
3: Like, when I'm eating one meal, I'm sure there's somebody out there that can relate to me. When I'm eating one meal, I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat for my next meal. Oh. And I enjoy... I get this from my father because my dad does the same thing. If we're eating one meal, we like to talk about what we're gonna have for the next meal. Like it just brings me happiness to talk about food.
4: My dad loved to do that too. He would, you know, like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, uh, I don't know. We, we could have this. All right, what about tomorrow? What do you want for dinner? What are we gonna have for lunch? He was like trying to plan the meals out four days in advance. I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna want tomorrow. I don't. My I husband- might commit to spaghetti and
3: then, you know, it shows up and I don't want spaghetti. I'm trying to eat fish. I said to Harold, uh, usually every day, um, so here are your choices for tonight. We can have this, we can have this, we can have this, we can have this. He'll go, whatever, sweet, whatever you want, sweetie. I'll leave whatever you, I'll leave whatever. And I'll say, okay, but if you had a choice, which one would you pick? He'd be like, eh, I could go for some meatball stew. And I'll be like, all right, I'll make you meatball stew. So, but a lot of people aren't like that. They are uninspired with their meals throughout yeah. the week, and you're busy. I 100% get it. Oh, yeah, we'll
4: have plans to cook. Like last night, we're like, we should make lasagna, and then we're like, I'm not making a lasagna tonight. It's, it's, yeah. That's a tomorrow night action.
3: <laughs> also, people will just eat leftovers for three days. I hate wasting food, and I'm a big lover of leftovers, but yeah. I'll try to flip it into something else usually. Oh,
4: yeah, I, I could see that. I usually won't flip mine over into a lot of stuff depending on what I have left over. I'll usually try to leave enough leftover, but I'll, I, don't know. Do you just I bring eat it, it to for work breakfast. The next day? Yeah, I'll usually bring it to yeah, work, and if same. I have any more, I'll eat it for lunch. And then after that, it's like I try to have to do three days in a row of the same stuff.
3: So 60% of people eat the same boring dinner four times a week. I feel like that's 60% of people that's eat the high, same right? thing
4: four times a week. Yeah. Oh my God. See,
3: what I'll do is let's say I make a batch of chili. Then the next day, what I'll do is I'll turn it into either tacos or enchiladas or taco salad or something like that. I'll eat
4: chili day two, and then by then it's gone. But I'm not (laughs) eating chili on day four going, all right, time for my same old thing. I mean, I can get into routine. For some stuff, like for a while, I'd have like grapefruit juice and oatmeal for like every breakfast, all the time. I'd change up my berry options. Right. You know, maybe swap out a juice. <laughs> but, you know, I become a creature of habit in one thing, but I'm still eating different stuff for lunch. I'm yeah. eating different stuff for dinner.
3: I see, you're Italian. You can relate to this. My issue is I don't know how to cook for just me and my husband and my son. Yeah. I cook as if 20 people are coming over to join us for dinner, and that's all the time. So we yeah. always have leftovers.
4: Yeah, my girlfriend's actually really good at portioning that out. Not she can me. cook enough for, like, both of us to have dinner and then a little either lunch or breakfast the next day, and that's it.
3: She's good. She's not Italian, is she? No, what she's it, what, not. what no, is she? She's, I don't, she's from Florida. I don't know. <laughs> okay. She's an alien.
4: I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know. She's got strawberry blonde hair. What does that mean? Nothing. Uh, she doesn't really have an accent. She, she Irish? speaks Spanish, but she don't look Spanish at all.
3: Okay. I'll ask her myself.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going know. to your place on Saturday. I
3: know. I'll ask oh, her. gosh. I have to cook something. What am going to bring? <laughs> you don't have to cook anything. We have so much food. <laughs> Smokestack's like, coming what, I to my house. Bring
11: a dish? And
4: I was like, I don't know. Jill usually provides more food than anybody could. Have. It's bring a true. shovel? I- <laughs> it's
3: with so much. Smokestack and his girlfriend are coming over to my house Saturday night for a Christmas parade. Yeah, I got to watch our drink intake. We'll be probed for information. You will be pro for information, and my father is a drink pusher, so be careful.
4: See, that, that trickled right down to Harold. <laughs> He's been a drink pusher even since he used to work here with me. Yeah, he is.
3: Um, if you're a fan of Queen, which if you know anything about me, it's my favorite <laughs> band ever, I love all things Queen. Every time we do our Friday Top 5, I'll try to find a way to sneak a Queen song in there. That's usually the first band I look at Mm -hmm. to try to squeak one in there just so I can have one.
4: You still have that thing on your wall that has the Freddie Mercury mustaches from different eras? I do not.
3: <laughs> but I'm very excited because everyone's flipping out about the Taylor Swift heiress tour coming to theaters, or it's actually already in theaters. Beyonce's got one coming to theaters. I don't care about any of those things. I care about the fact that this Queen concert is coming to IMAX January 2024. IMAX? Oh, I'm gonna and I'm going to go find an IMAX theater and gotta watch it. You got to go to it. Point
4: Orlando. I'm doing that's, it. That's the biggest, most legit one.
3: Here's what it's going to sound like. Here's a little clip.
5: Okay, you want to get crazy?
3: I already have goosebumps. How can you not love them? I mean everything about them They're, and the music. If you've never seen Bohemian Rhapsody,
4: it's their own their own sound. Yes, yeah, a good just, band has its own sound. Doesn't matter what they play, you can tell it's them. It's just so good. Like, if they were to play a Beatles song, you could still tell it was Queen.
3: Right. Just, well, the way Freddie sings and yeah, the way his like mannerisms are, was like no other. When they
4: have an original sound, like, it, that's that's a hallmark of a good group. Here's a
3: fun fact maybe you don't know. If you've not seen Bohemian Rhapsody, by the way, best movie ever, you'll be seeing. I was standing up watching the movie in my own house because the music's so great. <laughs> there is a cameo, and you might not see it because it's kind of hidden because he's dressed up. So you know now that Adam Lambert is the lead singer of Queen, right? Yeah. So Adam Lambert actually makes a cameo in the movie. Is he one of the record guys? No, he's at a truck stop. He winds up being who Freddie Mercury, like, messes around with when he cheats on his wife, when he realizes he's gay.
0: (gasps) That's him. We have
3: the trucker that gets out and goes Ah. in the back and turns around looks over his shoulder. That's Adam Lambert.
4: Get out of yes, here! Yes, go watch
3: it again, and you'll notice it now. I know I didn't realize it at first, and then I was watching an interview with Adam Lambert, and he told, he revealed that, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I've seen that movie a hundred times, and they showed the clip, and I did, I had the same reaction you did."
4: Oh, dude!
3: Crazy, right?
4: Ah, I love those anyway, I love those I'm
3: so excited It comes out January 2024 20, at IMAX Okay, so Rick sends me this story yesterday By the way, Rick isn't here He's getting some stuff done this morning He'll be back tomorrow Yeah,
4: I gotta find whatever doctor he's got That only schedules him at the crack of dawn And no other time of day <laughs> I, That's I, a He's lot like, of doctors. Oh, i got doctor's appointment, 8am And I'm like, doctors don't open until 9 You gotta sit in the waiting room until noon What, what are you doing?
3: When you get tested, I know you don't go to the doctor and get test things done.
4: But when I do, it's not at 8 a.m.
3: But most of the time... Oh, he
4: gets the senior advantage where he gets to go in early. Well, no, he's not here to throw stuff at me. I could probably <laughs> just be roasting him all day.
3: Smoke, you don't—you haven't gotten to the point where like you're starting to get old yet. So
4: you- the doctor's an entire day's event and you have to start early?
3: Well, you have to get certain tests done where you can't have any food or liquid in you. So they usually schedule you really early in the morning. So he
4: doesn't eat his fish bag. <laughs>
3: He's done working at like 10 o'clock. He'll be back tomorrow, I think. I hope so. Maybe he's going to go, you know what? Screw these two. Yeah, no. I'm not coming in tomorrow he either. Loves, he,
4: he sets the preable too. He's like, I don't know. I'm not
1: feeling too good.
4: He Last wants to make night, it a four day like, weekend? Smells like a four day weekend coming. I just smell it. <laughs> you guys smell
3: that? It smells like four days off. We'll see. So he sent me this story yesterday. And Rick does not like. The Golden Bachelor. It's not that he likes him or dislikes him. I don't think he really has an opinion on it either way, but He's he wasn't a super fan of the idea of The Golden Bachelor. I mean, I, I get it, but as an old guy, you think he'd be about it. Uh, <laughs> me, on the other hand, I love it, and I've been watching it. And I don't care if you judge me. It's a,
4: Is it good? I haven't watched a single bit of it. I saw the preview for it, like the, the trailer they did for the whole thing. You,
3: If you can get past... Uh, a little bit of the cringiness. He's a very sweet man. If you don't know what the golden bachelor is, it's just like the bachelor, except he's older. He's 70. I want to say he's 71. And his name is Jerry. His wife died, I think six years ago. Uh, an illness happened very quickly and mm-hmm. she passed away suddenly and they had bought their dream home. And they were going to live their life out for the rest of their lives. He's got a couple of daughters. And so it's been a handful of years, and he wanted to go find love again. So a lot of these women, who are also the same age as him, have the same story where they're widowed. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of them have been married a few times. Some of them have never been married. A lot of them have children. A lot of them have grandchildren. So
4: they're all kind of his same age.
3: They are his same age. Oh, okay. It's not like young chicks and this old dude.
4: Oh, you see, that was kind of my impression at first. I was like... No,
3: no, 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 no. No, it's not like Milf Manor. We'll get into it's that. Not, not, moment.
4: not more. No, I, okay. All right.
3: So this, so Golden Bachelor uh, is out, and you know he he's a very sweet man. He cries a lot. That part is kind of weird, but he Rick was like, why is he crying? He's just an emotional dude. He's on a
4: game show where women compete to touch him. Why is he crying?
3: <laughs> if he has to vote somebody off that he's gotten close with, he gets really emotional about it. What? He's like, I'm sorry, I really liked her. What, do the producers never let you look at her again? Like- I don't know. It's just, now, we, the the finale's tonight, by the way.
4: Oh, the finale's tonight. So
3: he's either going to propose to Teresa or Leslie. Don't make fun of me that I know that. I told you I've been watching the show. And he Wait, wants- he has to propose to them? Yeah, he proposed. Marriage propose? Yeah, absolutely. He proposes to You don't have to, but that's the premise of the show, is that you get to know I them I just thought through- they
4: got together at the end. Isn't there, like, a weird statistic where, like, for most of the bachelors like they're together for like two weeks and then they just end up over like six I months I think or there's
3: only two
4: that have actually stayed together.
3: That have stayed together and have children and are still together. Wow. I, it might be more than that but I know of two for sure. Sean was the bachelor and then uh, what the hell is that girl's name? She was the first one. She married Ryan, Trista. Trista and Ryan? I think that's who it, what their names are. Oh, um but Rick was like, something's up with this guy. He's kind of creepy. I'm like, would you stop? He's not creepy. He's fine. Is there something creepy about well, him? Well, I wouldn't define it as creepy because through the whole show, he likes to say, I haven't dated in six years. This is my first time dating. So I'm new to this just like you are, you know, kind of jumping back in after all these years. Well, it turns out he's had several girlfriends since his wife died. Well, yeah, he's a guy. And my my reaction to this was, so what?
4: Yeah, well, is that not expected? <clears throat> or did everybody think that he's just been all by himself this whole time, and that adds to the sweetness?
3: Yeah, and he also said he was a self-described uh, retired restaurateur who hung up his, his career in 2006 at the age of 55. Um, he owned he hadn't owned a restaurant since 1985. He's had several jobs since then. Um, let's see, he had a, he was a maintenance man at a mental health center. Oh. Um. And then, like I said, he said he hadn't dated uh, since he was 45, and he had a girlfriend, they're saying here, that he was with for like three years, and it started about a month after his wife died. A month? I don't, I'm not saying that this is 100% true, but that's what I'd read. Huh. A month. I would come back and haunt my husband plants would fly across the room refrigerator the, doors would open if you you'd moved have to on,
4: six at least if i had like two kids with you six i feel like it
3: should be over a year Well, yeah but i mean that's what i'm saying like even scraping the barrel six months ish no it also ready for this it also says here like i said on the show he appears to be a very sweet man somebody else said that he had a girlfriend that he was with like i told you for three years They broke up in 2019 because he told her she was too fat to take to his high school reunion. (gasps) And she said she had only gained like 10 pounds. And then they were living together at the time. He told her to get out. And while she was packing, she fell down some stairs and ended up needing foot surgery. And then even after that, he wouldn't let her stay in the house to recover. He made her go to a hotel. A hotel? Now again, who is this guy? I'm kind of blown away by this because uh, the guy you see on TV, and I know not everything is what it appears on TV, but the guy you see on TV isn't necessarily who he is. According to this, I,
4: I, I mean that—that's th- what I'm saying about like those shows in general—is how much of an accurate portrayal can you get of somebody when you have so many cameras rolling all the time? Just
3: watch a, a clip of it, if you if you will, like 10 minutes of it, and you'll see what I mean about his sweet demeanor, and he's very calm, and he's very. Makes a lot of sense It's not like the younger bachelors There's so much drama On the younger bachelors Yeah those are are, Oh
4: she looked at you I saw you guys In the hot tub The other day On your thing I know we're on our Horseback ride But I'm gonna spend The whole time Talking about your other date
3: Right So I don't know Do they get paid To be on the bachelor I don't know Oh yeah They do
4: Don't you You don't do that For free uh, I think they pay him. I
3: don't think they pay him a lot, but I think they pay him.
4: Well, speaking of a lot,
3: Guy Fieri, everybody knows who he is, right, on Food Shut Network? Up.
4: Didn't realize this guy was getting paid, but he's getting paid. So he Holy started cow.
3: out uh, the, what is it, the next Food Network star? You know that show yeah. they have to be, obviously, yeah, the next like Food Network star? Yeah. And he won, and then that's when he w- did, um, he had his own cooking show, and then he did, he Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Uh-huh. And he's got guys' grocery games now. He's got Tournament of Champions. He's got a bunch of stuff. Anyway, he just signed a new 100 million. That's right. I said 100 million Mm. multi year deal with Food Network. He is the Ryan Seacrest of the food world. Oh, they're going to keep him everything. They
4: probably got him on like a chain. At the, you know, Food Network Studios Where he just moves, you know Keep his leash long enough to get from set to set Otherwise he stays here Well, you know
3: he's got Chicken Guy We got one in Winter Park And there's one out at Disney Springs, I believe He's got multi-restaurants He's got his own uh, production company Called Knuckle Sandwich Production Which I think is the best name Um, And even Bobby Flay Which Bobby Flay, I thought was like He's an iron chef, for crying yeah, out
4: loud. Bobby Flay's older now, and I think he's definitely slowed down to a degree. Because Emerald had a few things like that. It wasn't just Emerald's show. He had a few. I think Wolfgang Puck had a few shows. All of shows. them did. All of them did. You those know? were like
3: OGs. You know, those were like the yeah. original gangsters of the Food Network. But yeah, so Guy Fieri, wow. 100000000 million multi-year contract with Food Network, which I think is going to spark a new show. Oh, my
4: gosh. You know how many flaming T-shirts and and, and shirts and and bleach tips you can get with that kind of money? (laughs) A lot. So much, but another show. Yeah. Coming
2: to the Food Network, Guy Fieri is back, and he's just signed a three-year, $100 million contract. It's diners, drive-ins, and who cares? I'm rich.
6: Here I am at Jill's Diner, where she's serving up a pastrami on rye that I hear is amazing. Jill, what's your secret? Well, I marinate the— Just kidding. I don't care what your secret is. I'm not going to eat this garbage. Excuse me? excuse me. what you sound like I don't need the sandwich And I don't need any of this I'm rich now
2: Guy Fieri hosts <laughs> diners, drive-ins And who cares, I'm rich Well, I really think you should try this. uh Get me out of this restaurant Away from all these poor people Only on the <laughs> Food Network
10: I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk <laughs> What, you want to go and do a stupid thing like that for? anyway?
2: Stupid news with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Oh boy, Jill uh, Do you know what a Hannibal Lecter facial is?
3: Is that like a, is it the same thing as the blood facial or no? Or like the vampire facial?
4: Uh, you put the lotion on the skin and, it, <laughs> or else you get the hose any again. I can't of that
3: stuff. What is it?
4: It's a spa treatment called a galvanic facial. Okay. And it's nicknamed the Hannibal Lecter facial and it's apparently growing in popularity. It's, uh, it's supposed to firm up your skin and decrease acne and offer better circulations. About 180 bucks per session.
3: That's, believe it or not, I know that sounds expensive. That's not expensive for a facial.
4: It sends electric currents through a full coverage beige face mask.
3: Oh, I it see why. It shocks
4: your face.
3: Well, it doesn't right? I've had it doesn't shock you, but you'll feel I've had it done on my stomach before. Um you will feel you'll feel a little tightening. Remember the ab thing that people could sit on the yeah, couch it, and it, it would like, just like shocks contract. your
4: muscles. Like that's how your muscles work, is the electricity gets moved they know they move and do the thing. I think
3: it's like that. So it's not a blood facial, it's just you look like Hannibal Lecter with the mask on. Is that why they call it that?
4: Yeah, I okay. it's just the, the the whole mask. I'm but with you. It, I mean, I don't. Is does electrocuting your face make it it's, nice?
3: Well, when you put it that way, it's not. It's not exactly that.
4: Sending electrical currents through a face mask. So I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like.
3: Picture a face workout, if you will. So if you work anything out, the muscles are gonna firm things you like that. Just watch a funny movie. That makes my cheeks hurt. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't pretend to be in the aesthetics field, but. Ah,
4: yeah, I just don't know if I could shock my face into looking young. Experts warn that people with pacemakers or metal in the body should avoid these treatments. Stop. Stop.
3: Well, then I can't do it. I got metal on my shoulder.
4: Oh, uh, well, I mean, not in your head, though. I think it will only if you have, like, a plate or something, right?
3: I'm not, I'm not chancing it.
4: Or is it just going to fry your shoulder? <laughs> exactly. I'm not, uh, why would I do that? Oh, it could pose a burn threat and even cause scarring. See? Yeah, I don't know. I, just, See, I don't. I don't. Should think I just sh- grow
3: old get gracefully? And I, just, that's my plan. I'll be a wrinkled old bag.
4: I don't care. I'm not getting anything pulled or lift or you know sucked up. I mean, do you remember the guy from Men in Black? Edgar, your skin's falling off your bones. You're like, you know, like this? Like, I I don't need to do that.
3: Remember just, the story? I'll be you did saggy. The other day, the lady got too much filler in her nose, and her whole nose fell off. Yeah, and now she look like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, I don't want to. I'd rather of that. look like a basset hound They're cute. They have tape you can buy. By the way, I saw an infomercial on this. That eats clear tape. And I'm not making this up. And you tape it to the side, let's say your temples, and then you pull back, and it uh-huh. goes under your hairline. So you have a facelift without having to get your face sliced open. I mean, the problem is at the end of the night when you take it off, you look like a you know a old hag. Reminds me of the tag, scene from like
4: uh, what's it, Mrs. Doubtfire?
3: Yes, that's what it is. I'm ready for my close-up. Yes, yeah. and it pulls you back. Yikes! Somebody need
4: to pull this guy back. The Ohio Supreme Court suspended an attorney who uh, <laughs> he pooped into a Pringles can. Why? Just to see then if he could. Tossed it into a parking lot of a crime victim advocacy center.
3: Does he think that he was doing justice by just not pooping directly onto the ground and maybe he was keeping it contained?
4: <laughs> Criminal defense attorney Jack Blakesley. Uh, his conduct's been called into question in his fitness to practice law, according to the court. He said he didn't target anyone, but had a habit of putting his feces in a Pringles can. Apparently, he's been doing it and randomly throwing them from his car. He claimed he pulled the Pringles prank at least 10 times that year.
3: Is it a prank, or is it like a fetish, or is it an illness?
4: I don't know, Let's but it's Let's play it a just, game. Like, all right, you done with those chips? No, give me the can. I gotta run out to my car. Like, how know, do you-
3: And it's such a small vehicle Are for, you putting your wiping material in there, too? The aim has to be on Right point.
4: on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you gotta take your diet into account there. True. It just seems messy. Uh- <laughs> The court didn't buy it, um, they said he purposely chose the Hope of Haven in Cambridge to drop his dookie. Surveillance video captured the whole thing, and uh, I guess he had known the victim advocates at the center there for years, Mm -hmm. and was supposed to see them in court 15 minutes after throwing the dookie. Yeah. So, I don't know. At the same time, he was representing somebody accused of in a capital murder case. Okay. So, I don't know if he was just trying to throw him off. He's like, tell you what, I'll really get him off the game by right. throwing a poop filled Pringles can into the parking lot. But, I mean,
3: don't do that. Uh, Here's your PSA don't poop in a Pringles can.
4: No, there's so many other different things you could use a regular box, a, an actual bag of chips.
3: How about a toilet? How about that one?
4: I mean, that's everybody's first choice, mm. but sometimes. Is it? Is it? No, we did read that thing about Disney, people pooping in the lines. Yeah. I don't get that. Um, <laughs> speaking of pooping, people in China, uh, well, there's a, a couple in China, they're, they're still kind of reeling after they had been drinking toilet water for the last six months. On purpose? I don't think they realized it. So they moved into this new apartment and the man who goes by Mr. Tan mm-hmm. and his unidentified girlfriend, they started developing weird yeah. health issues after moving into their apartment. Both of them had this weird cough, a dude starts losing his hair, breaking out acne.
3: Throwing up a lot.
4: Um, He realized that he hadn't paid the water bill in six months, but (gasps) they kept getting water. Weird.
6: That's suspicious.
4: So he calls the plumber to figure out what's going on, and then they realize that an extra pipe was allegedly linked to the toilet and tap water pipes, and that they'd been using that water to bathe in, cook with, and drink the entire time. So they're seeking monetary damages, but you're in China, so I don't know how well that's going to go for
3: them. Nasty! Yeah!
1: Ugh! There's a place where the purest, cleanest water flows, and that isn't where we get our water from. We get our water from the toilet. (laughs) Yes, Toilet Springs bottled water is the only water that's made entirely out of water from the toilet. That's our
9: promise. Honey, what are you drinking? It's Toilet Springs, and man, is it good. Are you sure you should be drinking that? The commercial said it's okay. You want some? I guess so. Oh man, this water tastes like... Like it came from the toilet? Exactly.
1: Yes, this water goes from the toilet to your lips, and it always goes down smooth.
9: Honey, what are you doing in
1: there? Hydrating. Toilet Springs bottled water. Drink some toilet water today.
9: Oh my God, don't...
2: Follow the Rick Stacy Morning Show on Instagram at the Rick Stacy Morning Show. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy.
3: And it's brought to you by Farah and Farah. So I don't know if you heard about this the other day. What's today? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. This happened on Tuesday, and I'm surprised I didn't hear about it yesterday. There was a walkout. Florida students staged a walkout because of men in women's sports, the transgender sports controversy that's been going on. So the walkout took place a day after five school staffers, including the principal, were reassigned for reportedly allowing a trans student on the girls' volleyball team. Hundreds of students at the Florida high school staged a walkout. Um, So they, the girl who was only identified... It's a man that identifies as a girl who they only identify as DA. I know it can be confusing. Uh, This was Monarch High School. This is in Coconut Creek. It's about 15 miles north of Fort Lauderdale, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Filed out of classrooms onto the football field. This is, I think it took place at lunchtime, 12 o'clock. They showed aerial footage. Um, The news station in Miami was showing some aerial footage. It was the whole school. Some held signs in favor of trans rights while others chanted trans lives matter because they were mad that they didn't want to let a guy play on a female team. Uh.
6: Then the protest
3: came after the high school principal and four other staffers were reassigned to non-school sites. I don't know what that means. Were you on the school board? I don't know where you go for a non-school site. What's that mean? Um, Because there was an investigation by Broward County officials as to whether to let the school, let a transgender student, I guess, compete on its girls' volleyball team. They're saying it's violating the state law. Um, who is the person there's somebody this is the person on the school board they said couldn't be reached for comment
4: yeah everybody's getting hard to reach for comment these days
3: yeah so so basically it's it's what happened with Riley Gaines, you know, and it's the whole uh, does there need to be another outlet for transgender athletes? Because if it's a male competing in a women's sports, I mean, look what happened to her with Leah Thomas. Riley Gaines came in first place. If you don't know the story, you got to look up Riley Gaines. And I feel like she kind of took the brunt of it in the very beginning. In other words, she got the worst of it because I feel like once yeah. she started coming out and speaking on this, this is this issue, which she still does to this day gets death threats and everything but she still keeps plowing forward saying look i came in first they tied her and leah thomas if you don't remember yeah they, they did and they and decided then, to give the trophy to leah thomas gotta look some type of way why Why like your guess is as good as mine why i mean you know why and so riley had to take second when she deserved that trophy just as much and now there's a lot of teams that won't even allow leah thomas on it and leah thomas i don't know what his I'm, name was before he transitioned into a female. I forget. But in his swimming career, he was like 400 something. He wasn't very great in the field with men. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah, no, he w- he wasn't even close. But in the women's g- field, you just dominate.
3: Well, you know, you're you're bigger. You have different muscle mass. You have different yeah. bone structure. I mean, it's
4: it's it's one of those things like you can't. It, it, it's you're not trying to be discriminatory, but you have to look at the facts. Like, yeah, you're different. You know.
3: Well, there's also uh, the question of injury. Now, I don't know if you remember, specifically volleyball, which I wanted to bring up because that's what this case is oh, about. Oh,
4: yeah. That girl got seriously hurt. So like, there her was, face there was, is broke.
3: Yeah. There was a guy on a volleyball team that identified as a female that was playing against females on a team with females and spiked the ball and hit the girl in the face and it cracked her face open. It she was cracked like... Cracked her
4: skull. What was it? Meet the parents where he like... Yes. Just, ah, dude. Yeah. It, it was bad. And like, that's... That's where it, it gets dangerous. It's not just like, oh, you can't, you know, sit with us. It's not even like that. Mm-hmm. It's one of those where it's like you're built some type of way, and then this person's built another way, and physical competition in that way, it's it's not a competition. You know, I tell like girlfriends of mine all the time, I'm like, where's your mace? Where's your knife? What are you right. talking about? I'll beat somebody up. No, you won't. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a guy. They're going to be. Yeah. I'm not even that strong. I got bird arms, but I'm six foot three. I'm just too big to stop. Mm -hmm. I'll just lift you and throw you. Like it's just nothing you're going to do about it. And you know, just from being bigger.
3: A big cluster of it too is you know the integrity of women's sports, giving women a safe space to have their sports. And then Mm -hmm. men are in this category. Women are in this category. That's what's. That's how it is. And we won't even get started with the whole locker room situation. But it's also a safety factor.
4: Wasn't this all covered in a league of their own? Well. (laughs) To a degree.
3: But, but you know, you have to ask the question, why is it okay? And I said this yesterday. I said cultural appropriation, people are very quick to yell mm-hmm. at somebody and get mad if your little girl is white and she dresses as Moana for Halloween. Yeah, you can't dress
4: up like Pocahontas. It's-
3: or if somebody dresses like an Indian, that's cultural appropriation. But a man identifying and dressing like a woman that's is not an appropriating womanhood. So, here's this guy in the street asking the question, and this is what we do on the show. We ask the questions that are uncomfortable and that people are too scared to ask. He goes around and says, why is it okay to support transgender people but not transracial people?
4: Well, let's find
3: out. Let's ask it Why is it
10: socially acceptable to be transgender, but it's not socially acceptable to be transracial?
11: Um, I think
10: I think that's like they're very different things. Um, I think that like
3: I, I don't know how to phrase this in a way, but I that I would say like is
8: I wouldn't say I'm educated enough to um, have the proper definition of like separating the two.
10: But what about like how Rachel Dolezal? She, She said that she was born in the wrong body, that she really is black. Why is that any different than being born in the wrong body and being a woman or a man?
5: I don't know how to explain it, but I know that it is.
10: I feel like people, they have the freedom to do what they want. Is that an endorsement of transracialism? Uh (laughs) Do you see the hypocrisy here?
5: I do see the hypocrisy, but I don't think the hypocrisy is like, I'm not trying. How do I phrase this?
10: Maybe it's like. If I want to be a dragon, I can just be a dragon or something. Okay. Why is it socially acceptable for people to identify as a different gender, but it's not socially acceptable for people to identify as a different race? Mm. Well, I don't know. That's a great question. I hear a lot of people on this campus today say, that say, the black face is wrong, but the woman face is totally acceptable. Why is there a double standard for race and gender?
6: That I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I
3: don't
10: know. I don't know either. Wow.
3: Something to think about, right?
10: Gotta love that.
7: Jeez.
4: Wow. Been cheated on, Jill? I
3: have once. It wasn't fun. Just once? Yeah, uh, that I know of. (laughs) (laughs) As far as I know, it could have happened to me a bunch of other times that I was oblivious to. Um, but yeah, there's something behind the world of cheating that, which if you've ever been cheated on, you know what a betrayal it feels like, right? Yeah. Um, or if you've cheated on someone, that is also, you get a Nicky feeling, I would assume, if you. I, I can't lie well, yeah. and I don't like keeping secrets. It gives me anxiety, so I can't even imagine how stuff... So, how do these people do it when they cheat and they have whole other families on, like, another side of town or oh, another yeah. state? Oh, yeah,
4: I just... The, the stress would... I mean, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire, and that was stressful enough for yeah. me. And I, admittedly, I'd been there before, but it was only after I found out that she was already doing it, and I oh, just didn't care. Oh, gotcha. You know, so at that point, I was just like, whatever then, fine. But it, I, it's still... It there's a a guilt factor for sure, but yeah, the betrayal of somebody cheating on you is rough. and, and there's a weird thing is like you almost know. Yeah. You know.
3: The thing that gets me is the amount of people that stay with a partner that they find out cheated on them. That
4: like mine was like I was cheating I was like, all right, pfft, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then a year later is like, it's
3: and I was like,
4: all right, all right. then, And then it was like happening again. I was like, all right, fine, we're done here. Yeah. This number is
3: higher than I thought it was going to be. 40% of people that have been cheated on, that's one in four, will still stick around after they realize they've been cheated on. 40%. That's way too high. What is it? Is it the insecurity? Is it the desperation? What is it? I don't know. Is it the investment in time? Oh, I've invested all this time in this relationship, so I don't want to walk away from it. I'm trying to figure out what it would be.
4: Uh, Yeah, maybe it's that or it's you're, you're so safe and comfortable with that person, even though they're a skeezer.
3: So here's this. Ready? Here's some more. 12% of participants discovered their partner was cheating after engaging in some sort of spying. I think you know, you get an inkling that someone's cheating on you, and you feel like you're going crazy, especially if you don't have proof, and then you do go crazy trying to find the proof.
4: Yeah, yeah. Trying to find the proof is is hard because that also gets at a point where it's like, am I bad for breaching someone's privacy? Because if you look and you don't find anything, then you feel like like a kook. Now you're just a paranoid kook. Yeah. You know, but it's... I Jedi mind-tricked it out of my first cheat Because I I just had suspicions But I couldn't prove it And I just went up to her I was like, look, I know You know what? I'm not mad I'm not upset anymore I just want you to know that that I know And she starts bawling And confesses the whole thing And I was like, wow, I didn't know But now you told me
3: crazy you know
4: you just and that was probably the safest way to find out i guess
3: people are dumb too they keep things in their phones that's how i found out oh yeah but you know it's, it happens you, but
4: it's it's those ones that you like you mentioned it's you know somebody crossed town they got two different families for a decade and it's that like that
3: would i don't know I don't how know. i would cope with that
4: you must really have to be able to separate those worlds in your head
3: well because there's a difference between physical cheating and like Emotional cheating, and then there's both. Yeah. So you're trying to have a whole nother relationship while we have a relationship. You call just- your
4: other kid by the wrong name, or I don't
3: even know how you do that. But I just found that number is way too high. We need to wow. do something about that.
4: Yeah, that's quite a bit.
3: Do you hear about Vladimir Putin? <sighs> this is—I'm not saying anything about this guy is sane, but yeah. this is one of the crazier things that I've that I've heard. Yeah. Russian President Vladimir Putin demanding that women in his country. Have seven or eight more children to boost the population to make up for the deaths during the war. Can, can you? I mean, you know it doesn't happen overnight, right? Hey, I need you. I know we lost a lot of people in the war, so if you could go ahead and have like eight more kids, that'd be cool. Can you
4: do that? I know China was doing the opposite for a while. They're like, all right, too many people here. No more babies.
3: China has Can't have over thing. like one or
4: two and one, one, they have to be a boy. male or something like that. Remember that? That was weird. That was weird.
3: And you saw stories circulating all over China about how, like, they would harm the little girls yeah. if they had too many girls, or take them away from them. Some were being killed. It was spooky. That's and I, you know, but we now don't r- realize how good we have it in America. I know things are pretty jacked up right now, but the power that y- your president could just be like, "Yeah, uh, you all need to have a bunch of babies now." Meanwhile, in this country, So what are you
4: doing? You're handing out free liquor. Getting rid of condoms, like what?
3: Wasn't there a whole thing, like a whole weird world order to reduce world population as well? Um, yeah,
4: some people say that and think that. I mean, I know the World Economic Forums suggested those things a few times. Well, well the whole according
3: Schwab to thing. Putin, uh, they need to prevent catastrophic demographic problems that could Im- impact the country's economy. Again, it's all about money. I know
4: Japan has something similar like that, too, where they're like trying to encourage people to have babies. Really? But I think that's just to keep Japanese culture itself alive instead of like all right. having other people come in. He
3: said, you know, many of our peoples maintain the tradition of family where you have, I mean, you think about average here. What is it? I would think two kids, but they're saying four or five children. That's He's saying, the average? That's what he says in Russia. That sounds like a lot to me. Four or five. That's a lot. But he Whoa. says, let's boost it up to seven or eight um, and revise these traditions. That's a lot of kids to have. Yeah, but Latamia. Russia's got a
4: lot of land. There's a big country, too. It's not like, you know, like you said, Japan, where there's a ton of people just crammed into one small area.
3: I just think it's funny that a man can be like, yeah, go ahead. Push out eight babies. Okay, yeah, I mean, you push
4: out eight babies. You got some tax incentives? What's going on there? Oh. <sighs> You just hide contraceptive. What do you do? Man, thing to say. You have no idea how hard it is to have the baby. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I could not imagine.
3: Hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Could to this not day. imagine.
4: I mean, it, it. I no. I when I and was I in health class I, in I high school, they made you watch the Nova special, "The Miracle of Life." Worst video
3: ever, by the way. Oh, my gosh.
4: That scarred me. It will. It, it I think was, it's supposed to. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like, don't touch each other. <laughs> Watch this.
3: Well, it's also, the video they picked could not have been, not that giving birth is flattering, no, but, but they couldn't have picked a more unflattering Position, I believe she's squatting on the table. They, it's from 1970s, so you do your own little caricature there. Her face yeah. is like all grunty. She's yelling. Which look, all of that is warranted when you have a baby. There's just
4: liquid rushing I everywhere. Wasn't, I wasn't not...
3: silent when I had a baby. I was. There's definitely some some screaming in there. But no,
4: it's traumatic though.
3: But they couldn't have. I just the whole way the video was shot was just it was just in the worst way possible. And I think it was to scare kids and being like this could happen to you. And everyone was like.
4: Also, you got to remember, I mean, this is back in the day. Like, you couldn't really take your pick of, you know, how many people are lining up to be like, please fill my berth for educational purposes. (laughs) I don't know know that many people were lining up for that gig, so.
3: Did you hear what happened in Iowa with the lottery? Yeah, what's going on there? They're kicking out wrong numbers or something? So the Iowa lottery posted wrong Powerball numbers. Um, Those overseeing the lottery, they blamed an unspecified human reporting error uh, the wrong number.
4: Specified. Love that.
3: Yeah. So they were, I guess they were posted on the, I don't know if it was a television or what, but the wrong numbers were po- Oh, it was a website um, just after midnight. And it wasn't until almost seven hours later that anyone even noticed that they were like, wait a minute, what's going on? This doesn't, and then they stopped paying those numbers out. Oh. So even though they won't say how many people won, they're going to actually. Let those winners keep the number, keep the money.
4: Oh, there must be a big mess up. If you're like legally, you maybe have to.
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Oh my gosh, there's going to be a big internal investigation. Somebody's getting fired. But
3: now think of it. So now the people that gave out the wrong number, so the people that had that number have to get a payout. People who had the right number, have also get a payout.
4: payout. Ooh, this is going to be expensive. Somebody's getting fired. Oh, their money don't go to the schools, does it?
3: Schools be selling the textbooks just to to pay out the lottery winners. I still don't know where the money goes, by the way. Not nobody ever does. uh, Florida public sold a winning lottery ticket worth $117,000. So if you're in Davenport, check your tickets. This happened on November 27th. The numbers were 15, 20, 22, 25,
4: and 34. And who was the guy? Wasn't there a guy in Winter Haven?
3: Yeah, so this was, uh, was this Polk County? Central Florida man turned eight. This was a $20 ticket to a convenience store. and This is always how it happens. I don't spend $20 on lottery. I'll do like the dollar or the $2, yeah, but I'm not but doing those, the $20. Those
4: are the ones you win on, though. I mean, that's the...
3: He won uh, $5 million. It was the Gold Rush Limited scratch-off Five game. Scratch-off always wins million. it to you. Ugh, 66 dude. years old from Winter Haven, so there you go. Getting
4: that lump sum of and, just uh, over 3 mil. Where <laughs> no, he... no, just under 4. 3 mil, 3.96.
3: And where was it? Uh, Haynes City Food Market, and that place gets $10,000. Oh, you, get a bonus. you should go there all the time. Did you really?
4: All right, that's enough of that.
3: (laughs) Uh, And finally, uh, every week we take a sideways look at our nation's politics. And we got to go to Mar-a-Lago for this one, too. The former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Hello, sir. Hello,
7: Jill. Smoke crack. Sorry I was almost late for this call. Really? Yeah, I was late for the same reason I'm late for the latest meeting with my lawyers. I I just really don't care about this. No no offense. (laughs) Nothing personal. Great, thanks. By the way... Do
4: we lose him?
3: Oh, no. Where'd he go?
4: Oh, hang on. Let me see if I can let me see if I can find him here again.
3: We lost him. Where'd he go? Well,
4: you know, it's the presidential phone thing. They don't like him talking to us. And I'm or maybe sure the he government's didn't like that I laughed at him. It. I mean, you think? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know.
3: Sometimes he hangs up he on us. He laughs at
4: us quite a bit. He's
3: got his own little attitude sometimes. Let's see if we can get him back here. What line you got him on? Hello? Okay, we're so uh, sorry. Sorry,
7: sorry we lost you there, That was sir. Very rude. Very rude. <laughs> I really don't care about this, like I said. By the way, did you see how the wind knocked over the national Christmas tree outside the White House? Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Such a shame. But on a positive note, it was nice to see something else falling over besides Sleepy Joe. <laughs> well, we saw your wife, Melania, joined all the other
4: f- living first ladies at the funeral of Rosalind Carter in Atlanta. Uh, did she tell you anything about her time with them?
7: Yes, she did. And she said she liked them a lot. It was very special time. They were very sweet and cordial. Either that, she said that, or it was hot and she had sweat in her cornhole. Oh gosh. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's tough to tell. She's got a very thick accent. Yeah, I get it. But I will tell you, I love seeing Melania next to the other first ladies. It really gives you a sense of history, doesn't it? And by that, I mean how unattractive the rest of them are. <laughs> Especially that cankles of the sea hag. I mean, uh, Hillary. Well, sir, don't... You know, don't
4: insult the first ladies. Well,
7: really, no. Melania is sitting with crooked Hillary there. It looked like a runway model sitting with an Amish woman who got her hair done at Supercuts.
3: <laughs> well, okay, just give, try to give it a rest if you can. Look, look. I thought she wanted the play-by-play
7: funeral analysis. Well, we don't Not need really. it. Okay, and then there's Sleepy Joe. Of course, did you see him there at the mm. funeral? The look on his face. Wow. I mean. You know he had no idea where in the hell he was. Probably thought it was his 81st birthday party.
3: (laughs) Well, we also saw the former President Carter even left hospice to be there at the service. You know, that was very nice.
7: It shows you the quality guy that he is. Even at 99 years old in hospice, he can be there for his late wife.
4: Yeah, it was very touching.
7: And what do they do? They sat him right next to Sleepy Joe, and the two of them were farting and snoring (laughs) through the entire thing. Tremendously touchy.
3: All right, I'm going to change the subject. Uh, Robert De Niro was speaking from a teleprompter. We just talked about this earlier. At the Gotham Awards for his new film with Martin Scorsese, uh, when he noticed parts of his speech had been edited out, reportedly containing messages against you, uh, he was flustered and attempted to speak off the cuff about you. Any reaction to De Niro? Almost oh, you go- better
7: believe I have a reaction. What was it? Why does this legendary windbag have such a bug up his old crotchety ass about me, huh? Everybody knows that you're not supposed to make political statements at award ceremonies. Really? I mean, really, the irony of an 80-year-old man going full woke at an award show that's on three hours past his bedtime. <laughs> right. Such a shame. <laughs> uh-huh. Such a shame. I heard that my good friend Scott Bayo was going to go right up there and slap Bob in the face, but he couldn't because he was out outside parking cars at the time oh, no. but if he was he would have been a, he would have done a number on him well
4: former president trump a new abc news report says that personal notes from your former vp mike pence showed that he momentarily considered not appearing on capitol hill to certify the 2020 election saying it would be too hurtful to my friend meaning you But he ultimately had a duty to show up. Any reaction to that? Oh, he
7: had a duty, all right. And just like a chimpanzee at the zoo, he grabbed it and threw it right at me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay? Too hurtful to my friend. So he had the instinct like a human being for a few minutes, but then his programming overrode it. That albino AI son of a...
4: All right, sir. Uh, uh, (laughs) According to a new book by Liz Cheney, when she asked House Speaker Kevin McCarthy why he wasn't down to visit you at Mar-a-Lago after the 2020 election, he said it was because you were depressed and not eating. What is McCarthy talking about? Is he making this up?
7: Oh, yeah, the very credible source for your gotcha question, Liz Cheney. Nice. Now, I bet now that it's uh, ugly sweater season, Liz can finally blend in. Oh, no, sir. Depressed? Depressed what? Because I won? So many lies. Look, if anything, I lost my appetite for a bit because of all the stress of winning, okay? I'm a winner. Thankfully, McCarthy rushed to my side to insert a feeding tube at McDonald's, Okay. If he didn't do that by January 7th, McDonald's may have declared bankruptcy. I saved them. I saved
4: them. That's not true, sir. We got to kind of get off the phone.
7: Just remember, the national Christmas tree never fell down on my watch. Never. Mm -hmm. And what's worse is, if it wasn't, it wasn't even lit yet. There's no lights on, just like Sleepy Joe. Okay, no light.
11: sir. Okay.
7: <laughs> you know what was lit? Hunter Biden. He's always lit. <laughs> the
2: Sunny Update. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun with the world gone crazy. And
3: it's brought to you by All Electric Services. Uh, There's a guy from Maine accused of stabbing a woman to death. That's always light and cheery around Christmas, right? Told police he did it because he believed she was a witch and that demons told him to attack her.
4: Oh, yeah, because that's okay.
3: 71 years old, uh, he was hearing voices in his head. That's always a a positive start to things, right? When you hear voices in your head, you know that person's pretty stable. Yeah. And he stabbed Christine Miller. She was 64 years old. Multiple times in her apartment. They were in a senior living facility. Um, Do people in senior living facilities that hear voices in their head, are they allowed weapons? Or do you not check for knives under the mattress? Is that not Um, a regular thing when you do the rounds at the end of the night? I don't know. Um, They said that he was found holding a cloth to her neck when authorities responded to a call that day. This was at 9.30. He told officers he arrived that voices in his head directed him to kill her because she was a witch and obviously in his mind that was a bad thing. Um, He was reportedly they were dating, which I I didn't realize while I was reading the story originally. I just thought it was like one dude at the facility and then the chick at the facility. No, they were together. Can you imagine your boyfriend coming up to you and you're not scared of him because he's your boyfriend and he comes into your room at the senior living facility and he stabs you because he heard voices in his head that you were a witch. Now, I ask you.
4: Even if I did hear those voices, I would just move away or dump the girl. You
3: don't. If you're dating somebody, wouldn't how long do you have to be dating somebody before you know or don't know that they hear voices in their head? Is I that mean, something you share not, with other other people or no?
4: Probably not something you. I mean, if I was hearing voices, I wouldn't. Yeah, oh, I hear a lot of voices that I don't talk about.
3: So, yeah, he basically just told the cops that she needed to die because she was a witch. He was detained by Two Bridges Regional Jail, uh, charged with depraved indifference murder. What does that mean?
4: Depraved indifference murder? That's the first
3: time I've ever heard that.
4: I mean, well, the indifferent part means you probably, you're, you're not. Don't,
3: I don't feel know. any remorse?
4: Yeah, or you think you're doing the right thing? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. I have to look it up. Depraved uh, indifference murder.
3: It was. He had his first court appearance on Monday, so we'll oh see what happens with that. Oh my
6: gosh! Oh, I figured it out. Tune in again. Thank for more you. Bad people doing crime things with Jill
4: Bucko. Well, because you know he'll adjust the thing for the for each one, and it was just all the way down. down. Yeah. I don't know how to work the Mac, and he's got this weird wizard ball mouse. Look at this thing. It's the jitterbug mouse. I, it's humongous. I'm a jitterbug mouse, but it's got a giant ball on it. It looks like you're trying to peer into the mystic with it. Smoke hates um, Rick's computer. I'll just get a computer mouse like the rest of us.
3: Here's a, something a little more lighthearted. So I think this is, this is my speculation. I'm not saying that Subway has made this statement. I think Subway is trying to make up for the non-fish tuna fish. Remember that whole debacle?
4: Oh, yeah. Where it was like,
3: oh, there's no tuna in the fish, but it's fish. Or is it fish? It's white fish. And it's a bunch this chicken of additives. I have versus fish. <laughs> and I used to, I'll be the first to admit, I like I, the tuna one. I loved the tuna yeah. one. It's because it's white fish. I and think. I was like, this is delicious. I thought they're tuna. I would ask for extra scoops. I would get the tuna on salad. And then the whole thing came out that it's not fish. And I'm like, what the hell am I eating? It's still fish, but. They did a test, and they found no traces of actual tuna. I'm guessing price had something to do with it. So now Subway yeah. is introducing something that they're hoping will restore people's faith in them.
4: Actual tuna?
3: No. It's a foot-long chocolate chip cookie.
4: I like it. A foot-long chocolate chip cookie? Yeah. How wide? I, I'm guessing as wide as the sandwich. Standard cookie diameter, and then yeah. a foot long?
3: In certain cities, Miami happens to be one of them, you can get a free foot long chocolate chip cookie with the purchase of any foot long on Monday, which is this Monday coming up, December 4th, uh, from 1 until 6.
4: You know, they're trying real hard because, I mean, after the whole Jared Fogle thing, that didn't.
3: That go was well. a little, you know, that tarnished them some, but. Oh,
4: yeah, because he was like the face of the whole brand forever with the big pants. And I'm Jared Fogle. I ain't nothing but Subway. Look at all the weight I lost. And, and he was caught touching kids. Yep. Big old pervert. Then, Subway kind of hid themselves for a while, and then you had the whole Tuna thing.
3: After that, they thought they were going to rebrand by picking who? Megan Rapino as your spokesperson? Oh, that's, that's just right. going to make me hate you more. I forgot about
4: that little chapter.
3: And I'm oh. fine with Pat Mahomes doing it. It was a whole athlete yeah. campaign that they had, which I was fine with. But her, really? Come on now. Oh, I mean.
4: The cookie's not bad. Like I said, I was worried they were going to come out with, like, real tuna this time. You remember when McDonald's did that? Look, our nuggets are actually made with chicken now. And And
3: people are like, what was I eating before?
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed the amount of people that didn't ask that. They're like, oh, good. Can I get the new chicken one? It's like, you were eating
3: pink goo? Okay, people are still eating the McRib, so...
4: That's what I, you know, I didn't try the McRib until like two years ago. Because you thought it had bones in it? I thought it had real bones in it. It looks like, I'm like, why would you get a sandwich with bones in it? It doesn't make any sense. It's just pressed to look like there's bones. Why would you want it to look <laughs> like there's, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. You can have it taste like ribs, make it made of ribs. But, but I just. Uh,
3: Rick will be very glad he's not here for this one because I have to talk about something Royal related. Oh. Briefly.
4: Oh, he never uh, cares.
11: Who cares? who cares who cares who cares who cares who cares
6: who cares who
3: cares who cares So do you remember when our favorite person Meghan Markle came forward with her interview with Oprah and said that there were people in the royal family that were questioning Archie which is their her and um, what's his face redheads uh, Harry's son Yeah questioning the color of his skin and what that was going to do to the royal family. Remember she came forward with that and she's like, some people were concerned since I'm dark-skinned and everyone's like, oh my god, they're racist!
4: And you write all about it in your new book entitled Wham!
3: But she wouldn't say who it was. That Me, if you're going to call somebody out, you can't call them out and be like, but I can't say who it is. No, Either yeah. be a snitch or don't be a you snitch. Sn- yeah,
4: you're doing it or you're not.
3: And so she never came out with it. So now it has been revealed. (gasps) Piers Morgan found out, because you know Piers Morgan. He'll get to the bottom of it. And he's not a, I don't think he's a fan of Meghan Markle at all, because he's all 100% was about the queen.
4: He's definitely made some metamorphosis over the past few years.
2: Listen to what he reveals. Now we can start the process of finding out if they ever got uttered, what the context was, and whether there was any racial intent at all. Like I say, I don't believe there was. The royals who are named in this book are King Charles and Catherine, Princess of Wales. Oh, get out of here.
4: So
3: they're saying it was his dad, Harry and and William's dad, which I would expect.
4: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: I would be like, yeah, okay, and that's not a surprise. And then Princess Kate Middleton, who is William's wife, who doesn't like Meghan.
4: Uh, They don't get along
3: at all. But well, because Kate's, Kate's the princess, and then another girl comes along, and she's like, excuse you? No, 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 no. I'm the princess.
4: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I think Kate, but Kate's better all day. She's classy, has her stuff together, always is really nice. Megan's just uh, clearly just looking for fame.
3: She's also just like um, Diana.
4: Yeah, 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 exactly.
3: And you know, everybody loved Diana. Yeah. Oh, she was... I princess was over- Diana was the the thing. I was over in Wales. Um, it sounds like, oh, you're just in Wales? Like, what were you doing in Wales? I was in Wales for lunch. I was. A friend of mine was an exchange student, and she was going to school in the, at the University of Swansea, which is in Wales. Yeah. And so for uh, Christmas, I flew over there, and I, I flew into London, and then we took the train to Wales, and it was right after Princess Di had been killed. And they had, you had to see the display, rightfully so, of flowers and people there oh, mourning yeah. the loss of, of their of their princess. You know, it was it was something to see for sure. And finally, someone who is nowhere near the class of Princess Di. Although I'm not trying to badmouth Britney Spears, but girl's gone a little crazy lately.
4: Uh, you know, all right. Just stop taking her wallet because of it. There's a lot of crazy people.
3: She was off of the internet for a while. She disappeared. And now did you see yesterday? A friend of mine put this up. What? No. So she's back on it. If you don't follow Britney Spears on Instagram, you need to just for the entertainment I mean, purpose. I do, but
4: the last thing I saw was the the knife, the knife dance. Okay, so
3: there was the knife dance. She dances around a lot, covering her boobs, wearing just underwear, which I'll have her hand like over her yeah, boobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's this new so one. spinning
4: around looking crazy. Her eyes are just like almost too wide.
3: I have to show you this one then, if you want the, the swirlies in the eyeballs. It's Britney Spears. Acting like she's waking up, she's in bed. Although she's got a choker on, and I asked myself, who wears a choker to bed? <laughs> and she. Be surprised. I don't. My big question was, what happened to her teeth? Her teeth are all jacked up now. Oh. And she was laying there, and she's just making kissy faces and little fish faces, and she's going, "Good morning, good morning, good morning." That's all she says the whole time. She watching
4: too much TikTok.
3: I
11: don't know.
4: Because that's what they do there. They yeah. do a lot of that stuff where they like they'll just mimic the emoji and do the thing, and people get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for it.
3: So she puts that video up and then she posts photos, I guess, without her top on. And she's got, well, she's got the blanket kind of covering Uh her Ghibli bits where you can't see. Um, But then I heard she's taken a little moment off the crazy train to go star in a Hallmark movie. Wait, what? Yeah? Get out of here. Coming to the Hallmark Channel,
8: it's Britney Spears like you've always seen her before. <laughs> it's a very Britney holiday. Happy holidays, y'all. Want to kiss me under the mistletoe? I'm naked and ready to party. Yes, it's 90 straight minutes of Britney naked and dancing and acting strangely, just like she did all year long. Come on, time to hang these stockings. Naked, feast your eyes, Chris Kringle. Britney Spears stars in A Very Britney Holiday. Anybody want to come
0: over
9: and sing Christmas Carols? Girls? I'll dance to him naked, only on the Hallmark Channel. I know it's
0: crazy, right?
2: Crazy talk. Ready for some stupid news? You must
10: think I'm
2: stupid. Now here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
4: Oh boy, uh, nobody likes a naked guy, especially on an airplane. Depends on what he looks like, but carry on. <laughs> Well, this guy was escorted off a plane in India yesterday, stripping off his clothes, attempting to set a blanket on fire, and threatening to kill the passengers during an argument with his wife. Why
3: do we let crazy people on planes?
4: I don't know, but I like to fly, so I don't want to cut that off too early. Uh, the 53-year-old German, who hasn't been named, pulled off the plane in New Delhi after the Munich to Bangkok flight was forced to divert. Uh, witnesses say things heated up uh, after the man's wife, who's from Thailand, uh, told a member of the staff she felt threatened by her husband and asked them to intervene. That's when he started throwing food, trying to light the blanket on fire, screaming, I'll kill you all! on the plane. And uh, they touched on a New Delhi. Six soldiers came on board, grabbed the guy. He was naked. Jeez.
3: Yeah. Can One you thing to settle on. That flight? I've never been on a flight where there's been a totally crazy person.
4: Yeah, n- never like, not at that level
3: Thank goodness, I mean I hope it never happens Because we do stories about people that are You know, whipping it out, peeing in the aisle Going crazy, trying to open the door I'm like, that happened on my flight I don't know how often I would want to fly I've
4: had loud people, some screaming people I've definitely seen some people who think that nobody realizes They're getting busy in the airport bathroom, or airplane bathroom But no. we all know Yeah, I saw well, that I don't, once I ever,
3: I've never They even did the delayed
4: like exit too but It's like, we can see the light mm-hmm. I have been waiting to pee for 20 minutes Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha Uh, This is creepy. Rick sent me this last night. It's a decomposing body of a man. Okay. Was reported missing earlier this month, and they found it inside the ventilation system at a community college near Detroit.
3: What's it doing in there?
4: Yeah, exactly. Macomb Community College Police, uh, they were called to investigate the source of a foul odor. At the Performing Arts Center on the college's campus. Can you imagine? Um, I
3: mean, you put it in the ventilation system. You think people aren't going to smell that?
4: They discovered the body of Jason Anthony Thompson, reported missing uh, from uh, to the Sterling Heights Police Department, November 1st. He was last seen leaving his relative's apartment, October 25th. And uh, Macomb College Police uh, Chief said in a statement that there is no reason to suspect foul play.
3: What? Okay, it's foul that somebody put a body. That's not where it goes.
4: Maybe he crawled in there and.
3: Oh, maybe. He died I don't
4: up there? know. Cause he went missing, nobody heard from him. They come in, you know, something smells weird in here and then find him. Oh. So they say there's no reason to suspect foul play, but they're still waiting on a cause of death from the medical examiner, but yikes. Jeez. Yeah, a little spooky. That's apparently not a smell that people forget a lot. Nope. Oh, I did have a nice smell though the other day. I was driving by um they're putting all the all, all the Christmas tree lots. Yeah. Oh, it smelled so good going the by best. there. The pine. Oh it's nice. But he- I did go buy one that I hadn't seen before. I think it's over near Princeton. It's uh, the Crime Line Tree Hut. Where's that? You know, the call Crime Line to, you know, turn in a crook or something like they, that. Oh, well, no,
3: they're sponsoring them. That's why. Y-
4: yeah, I guess they had but like a That's a, whole a bad tree name for a Christmas,
3: Christmas tree
4: lot. Yeah, I walked up I was like, Crime Line Christmas trees? <laughs> Should I get one here? Uh, it's
3: not the one on Mills, right?
4: Uh, no, it's like Princeton and Orange, right there by the, I right 4, near the 7 oh, Eleven, across the street there. I know
3: exactly where that is. Yeah,
4: yeah. And I was like, Crime Line Christmas. I pass that on
3: my way home. I'll look for it when I leave.
4: But I, uh, I mean, I, my girlfriend really wants a real tree, but I didn't, I don't know. I'm from Michigan. You real trees a- aren't expensive up there, but down here, apparently they're crazy. Oh, they're outrageous. I couldn't believe that. Like last year's sticker shock was enough for me. I, I don't, I don't know, but uh, there's a, a they kind of give like a preview every year. They're doing a whole
11: forecast for it. And now your Christmas tree lot forecast from the Weather Channel. Expect tree prices to be mostly inflated by yesterday. Visibility of lot will be impaired due to everybody and their entire family shopping for a tree at the same time as you. A sticky hand warning is in effect for the entire day toothless tree lot guy living in old RV camper on the lot. Creepy at times. Look for a ridge of high pressure from the lot owner's mouth as he tries to upsell you the biggest Douglas fir he has and talk you into buying a wreath and garland and hot cocoa for the kids. Chance you'll hear your wife say no not that one at least four times. 90%. Chance you'll skip everything and buy a fake tree. 100%. This has been your christmas tree lot forecast from the weather channel
2: the rick stacy morning show with jill and smokestack they're just having fun in a world that's gone cuckoo 105.9 sunny fm rick jill and smokestack having fun with a world gone crazy
3: and it's brought to you by Farah and Farah. Here comes Governor
7: Hotwife. Here comes Governor Hotwife. Here comes Governor Hotwife. She's so hot, you can't deny.
3: That's right, Governor Hotwife, going to be debating uh, Gavin Newsom tonight. Who do you think is going to have the red tie on? Because one of them always wears a oh, red tie for power. Oh, DeSantis.
4: Power. DeSantis will probably wear the red tie. We'll see. Yeah, Newsom tends to go for cooler colors. I've noticed. Gotcha. This is a, oh, yeah, kind that's of a, everybody's outfit. I don't know why.
3: The one for the Republican debates. Every single one of them had like, a red tie I'll, on.
4: My blue suit, my white shirt, my red tie. I think that'll
3: be perfect. Nobody else will be wearing that. It was like a, a, a uniform. They all had. Yeah. It. Yeah, it so is. this is one of the most unusual debates we've seen. Why? Because well, Gavin Newsom hasn't really announced that he's running for president yet, and we all know it's going to happen. DeSantis, yeah, who I he think he's fooling? I don't know. But then listen to this interview that he did. They're asking, why are you debating DeSantis? Because they're doing this, they, they, this. This is a big piss match between the two of them, to yeah. be honest. Um, and he's kind of calling out DeSantis for debating him when he's doing the same thing. Listen to his reasoning behind
5: Disney this. Disney debates. Strategy. Well, I, it's, I don't know if that's the right question. Why is he doing it is it the right question. He's running, I think. I'm not sure after tonight. But currently he's running for President of the United States. And you think he'll still be a candidate on November 30th? That's an open-ended question. Part of me wonders if, he, you know, uh, the fact that he took this debate, the fact that he took the bait in relation to this debate, shows that he's completely unqualified to be President of the United States. That's my humble first person. Why is that? You're baiting him with the debate Of offer? course. I mean, why is he debating a guy who's not even running for president when he's running for president? He's showing up at the Reagan Library, hollow ground, and he puts out an ad today, not for his presidential campaign, to promote a debate against the governor of California? I mean, this guy's distracted. So I don't know that he has it in his heart. I think, here's my personal opinion about Ron DeSantis. He regrets running for president. Mm. He made a huge mistake. He listened to his consultants. He bought his own hype. He had this little God, God complex. I mean, look at the ads themselves. Literally, God created. I mean, he bought into all this stuff. And he quickly regretted it, but he stuck. And here's the problem. get one chance of first impression. He's belly flopped. He's down 30 plus points from where he started. So it's a, it's a terrible situation for him.
3: So, you know, mm. Newsom is going to use this, obviously, to talk about how progressive he is and yeah. how well he thinks California is doing. But I think we can all see the state of California. It's not. How many people left the state of California to move to Florida? Or Texas. Texas was, like,
4: overrun with people, like, fleeing California.
3: And how well did Florida do during COVID versus how well California? Let's just take—forget that. Let's take the homeless.
4: Oh, yeah. That that whole thing— boggles my mind. You spend $17.5 billion to try to fix the homeless problem and in that time, or seven, I think it was $7.5 billion to fix the homeless problem over four years added to the homeless and all the money's gone. You could have paid for each one of those homeless people to be housed for that entire four-year period. Bills paid everything.
3: And then it's the, oh, we can't fix the homeless problem. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, the president of China's coming in town? Oh.
4: Oh. Now, Look at see, that. When you can do it for a commie dictator, but not your citizens, it says a lot about
3: you. It's insane. And you know what he's gonna go after. He's gonna attack DeSantis on the, what they call the don't say gay bill. Don't, he's well, gonna I, go after him that I guarantee you he's gonna bring up abortion. But I hope to God that DeSantis throws in his face how many people are leaving California, even though oh, they voted dude, for him, which is weird.
4: That's the thing, is like the numbers speak for themselves. DeSantis, he might not even have to say anything. Just hold up the graphs and compare the two. And be like, who do you want in charge? This guy?
6: Where like, I think he's going to The lose- guy that's
4: running the national anthem and putting Chinese flags everywhere and then clearing out all the people just so the commie dictator can come in. You want that guy in charge?
3: Where I feel like he's going to fall on his face, not DeSantis, I'm talking about Newsom now. Because there's people that will vote for him because of the way he looks and they'll look at both of them and they'll go, oh, that guy, that guy looks definitely younger than Joe Biden. Where I think he's going to fall on his face is I think that. He's going to try to advocate for Joe Biden. Oh. Which is just, uh, to me, I, I mean, it, you hold no clout if that's what you're doing.
4: I think he's only doing that, though, just to. Just
3: prove that he's going to run for president because nobody's yeah. buying it. Yeah,
4: exactly. I don't know who, who who he thinks he's fooling. Like, you're doing too much of this kind of stuff to not indicate that you're headed in that direction. Like, right. why are you meeting Xi Jinping just because he's coming to California and, oh, I'm in the governor, I'll be. Like, do you see the entourage that he showed up with? Yep. To see him? Well, when you're the president of China, of course you have an entourage like no, that. No, not even the president of China. Newsom's entourage.
3: Oh, I didn't see.
4: Oh, he had like 13 people behind him. Really throwing it on the table. Look at me. Yeah. And why do you need
3: an entourage of 13 people if you're not running for president? Mm-hmm.
4: I'm just saying, all fingers and signs are pointing to Newsom running. I mean, it's a wide open field as far as Democrats are concerned. Who else is running? Now, mm-hmm. why do you think nobody else is Stuck their hat in Or at least said You know Joe Biden's a loser We can all agree on that Pick me
3: Hillary's too polarizing Some people have said Michelle Obama I don't know that That's going to happen I don't
4: see that happen She she doesn't have the The wit that he does Yeah Gavin Newsom's not stupid And he was raised This whole way His aunt's Nancy Pelosi You don't think he's been Practicing to be a politician His whole life course he has.
3: They sent a letter the other day kind of laying out what to expect from the debate tonight. That letter laid out the terms of the debate, 90 minutes in length, moderated again by Sean Hannity. Both governors would refrain from using notes, and Newsom offered Nevada, Georgia, and North Carolina as potential locations. And then today, things were officially locked in, November 30th, in Georgia, again moderated by Hannity. Mm.
9: Du- 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 get 'em no. all! Lock 'em up! Lock 'em up! Get 'em all! Get 'em all! Lock 'em up! perverse. Yet again? Criminals! Lock 'em up! Lock
1: 'em up! Criminals! Lock 'em up! Get 'em all! Perverts! Du- du-
3: can we just ship all of the perverts to an island all together and they could just all be together? This is a registered sex offender arrested earlier this month after he was caught on camera taking items from a home in Orlando. I guess a burglary was going on.
4: Yeah, they caught him on the camera, like, trying to get into the house. And he, he puts his hand in front of the camera like it already didn't see his face walking up. Yeah,
3: why do people do that? They go up to the know. ring doorbell. You can see their face. Huge. Big as life right there. And then they hold their hand up. Okay. Yeah,
4: they, like, stare at it so it gets a good clear picture and then they try to cover it. It's like, buddy, it's too late. You're, you you missed your opportunity, man. You're yeah, he goes You're up, and there.
3: I guess there was a lockbox on the door, and he had a key to the house. Um, so he returned later, uh, stole the key out of the box, and then went inside. Um, video released to the department shows the police got word of the burglary, and then they responded to the home. He left. Like, he took off. Yeah, he, uh,
4: he was fleeing. I think he jumped a fence or two, and they found him, because um, they had the dogs after him, and the dogs kind of followed the scent right to this shed. And he was hiding in the shed, and they're
3: like, come on, get out, you got to get bit. That's where they found him, taking him into uh, custody. He faces charges of burglary fraud, grand theft of a firearm, possession of burglary tools, and a possession of ammunition by a convicted felon. That's a lot of stuff.
4: Well, you know, registered sex offender, that'll put you in the felony
3: category. Have you ever heard of doom spending? Doom spending? So, nearly all Americans, 96%. Are prepping for doomsday. No. They're concerned about the current state of the economy. I think everybody is. I don't know a single person that is not concerned about money or the economy or inflation in some way, shape, or form.
4: I I mean everything. A $100 bill really is the new 20 now. It's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, holiday spending reached an all-time high between Ugh. Black Friday. We got a lot of shopping days in there. I mean, why do we have to name everything? You got Black Friday, you got, what is it, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, We Broke Wednesday is what I call that. We because Broke I'm, Wednesday. I'm done by then. Um, yeah, they said people, it's much, much like doom scrolling, yeah. where you go through and you're just sitting there and you're looking at stuff. They will doom spend because they're so stressed out about the economy.
10: Nothing
4: makes you feel better than an Amazon package in the mail.
3: Well, it's also um, credit cards. Like,
4: oh, I did see some graph on that the other day. Like, a credit card debt was at you know pretty decent high, decently high rates. Um, Covid it's tapping happens.
3: one trillion right now.
4: Yeah, it's the highest it's ever been. Because once Covid happened, and the government started handing out free money. People paid off a lot of their credit card debt, started, you know, saving. Mm-hmm. Well, now they've blown through all their savings and everybody's just racking up credit card debt. Like you said, it's up to a trillion dollars. Yep.
3: People said rather than cutting expenses, they'd rather live in the moment. That was due to a new study. Now, here's what's funny. So I mean,
4: yeah, if we all get nuked at any moment, you'd wish you'd bought the big screen. Can't and- bring
3: it with you. Do you ever play the game? It's always this time of year with me. Um, which credit card's going to work when you get to the register? Um, sometimes I try to keep track of my balances on my cards, but especially when you are like buying Christmas present, oh, the, yeah. ma- the majority of my bulk is one card that I purchased a bunch of stuff online. That one's that one's she tired, so I had to put <laughs> her away. Tired. So I had to break out the other ones that I told myself I wasn't going to use.
4: Oh, you are not cracking into the dental ones, are you?
3: No, I no that one. I am still trying to pay off too. Don't even get me started on the dentist, but um, that. You know, you go up to the register and you're like, please work, please work, please work, please work. And you're just waiting to hear the approved. And you're like, oh, thank God.
4: Yeah. But some of them, like some of the machines, they go, bam, bam, bam. and it, it sounds like a disapproval noise, even no, though it is approved. You and it gives me that out. little heart attack of like, oh, okay. You know, I'll mm-hmm. remove my card. You can't do a funner chime for that.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's move on over to China. There's this mystery pneumonia outbreak kind of cover-up thing that they're doing.
4: It's weird over there. And the, the video from the hospitals is kind of disturbing because it's like a madhouse.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a new wave of pneumonia with kind of unusual symptoms. Has kind of It's swept through uh, China. And it, it brought back face masks, social distancing. This is the flu as well. They were like, they on the news, they said flu outbreak. The original story I read said flu outbreak brings back mask mandate and social distancing. Now we're finding out that it's not necessarily the flu. It's this weird pneumonia.
4: Mycoplasma pneumonia infection. Usually myco is indicative of like a fungus thing. Yeah. Some sort of fungal pneumonia. Probably outside the fungal pneumonia laboratory somewhere in China or no?
3: I don't know. But they said they've been instructed. Officials have been instructed to kind of downplay it.
4: Yeah. And you're not allowed to
3: use the word COVID even though COVID is... SARS is technically like a cold, but you're not allowed to use that term. China is um,
4: a really difficult thing to deal with when it comes to that because it's super commie. The state runs everything mm-hmm. like they're in charge of all that stuff. So if you don't want to, you don't have like independent journalists in China, those people just disappear.
3: So in Beijing, they've been ordered. They can't talk about it on the news. They have to refer to it as, as either pneumonia or the flu. And then domestic media has been prohibited from making any kind of reports on the outbreak.
4: Oh, they just pretend like nothing's going on?
3: Yeah, they're covering something
4: up. Oh, yeah, that's not a good look. That's not a good look. But it's it's also one of those things, like I said, it's a great way for a big government like that to exercise control on their people. You remember what they were doing during COVID? They have the drones going around telling people to stay in their houses. That was so scary. And if you lived in a certain area or if you were like, you know, because everything's social credit score, you couldn't even go down to the store across the street and buy something for yourself. Like your money, we just wouldn't work. Like, oh, you're deemed a COVID person. You don't get to go anywhere. You don't get to do anything.
3: Have you seen the movie? I think it's called Songbird.
4: Songbird. It's
3: oh. um, it was made during COVID, and it scared the hell out of everybody. But it was very much like, do you remember the beginning or not the beginning, but like the middle of the movie outbreak with Dustin Hoffman? How if you had the virus, they would put like a symbol on your door, and then they'd come pick you up. Do you remember yeah, that?
4: Yeah, yeah. Like, cause they do it for um. They do that for hurricanes and stuff, too, where if they would you, be like, hey, there's people in here or nobody's in here or there's animals in here.
3: So the movie Songbird is similar to that. There's a virus and you have to check in via an app every single day, take your temperature and your temperature is raised. They come pick you up and they take you away.
10: Your town is being. 19 dead. You got a hundred more infected. It's spreading like a brush fire. What are you talking about?
1: If one of them's got it, then
9: 10 of them have got it now. And if one of them gets out of Cedar Creek, we have a very interesting problem.
3: Yeah. And the movie is just as terrifying as Outbreak. That's scary enough. Mm-hmm. But this one guy in here is immune and he's got a bracelet on. It's a yellow bracelet. He's got immunity so he can go wherever he wants. He's like a messenger and he brings things to and from people. The rest of the people Ooh. can't leave their house. And so it's, Demi Moore's in it, and there's a bunch of rich people that are selling the yellow wristbands, even though they're not immune to certain people that pay them enough money so they could oh, leave.
4: Dude, that's always the way, though.
3: It's interesting. Watch it if you want to be terrified. Oh,
4: yeah. That one, and what was the other one? Contagion.
3: I can't with that one.
4: The beginning yeah. of that movie? It was like, it was
3: that's Matt Damon. And like Gwyn- what
4: happened, I think. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, I think. And Matt Damon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that right. was too scary. So
3: this is sad. Um, did you hear about this story out of Tampa? Kind of local. Now, imagine you love somebody that plays music. Now, imagine if it's, I don't want to use Taylor Swift as an example because she's too wholesome. Let's pick somebody else. Let's pick like a Kanye or a Drake or Beyonce or something like that. Uh-huh. And you see them walking down the street and you went to their show and you just adore them. And you go up and you ask for an autograph. And their people beat the living crap out of you.
4: Well, how'd you come up? Did you run at them out of the dark with a
3: marker in your hand like a knife? <laughs> I don't know. Sign my thing! Like, I don't know. You might get shoved or checked. There's a kid by the name of George Aubergon, I think his name is. He's 20 years old. He's in critical condition following a beating outside of some club in Tampa where there was a rapper named Nardo Wick who had performed earlier that night. So apparently George, this 20-year-old, approaches him and after the con- concert because it's his favorite artist. He walks up. He's like, oh, my God, I love this guy. He had VIP tickets for the concert. He paid a bunch of money to see this guy. Super fan, right? Yeah. Walks up, asks for an autograph, and then is blindsided. when He he was knocked unconscious by a member of this rapper's entourage, and then somebody filmed it. Nobody's helping this guy. They just film this beating, and you see him. Somebody just knocks him in the head. He leans frozen against the wall, and then it already knocked him out. Then a second man comes in, punches him three more times while he's defenseless. Dude. He's already unconscious. Leave the guy alone. He falls down. He's in critical condition. He had brain bleeding. Oh my gosh. So the dad comes out, which is I feel like how every parent would feel. He's like, I want everyone to see what these mother effers did to my son. Uh, At no point, you see the whole video, was this kid aggressive? He's just, like, walking up, and he's like, hey, guys, you know, I went to the— he w- starts talking, and one guy out of nowhere just turns around, and bam!
4: Are they security, or are they just his it, entourage of, like, calling, people or friends or whatever? It
3: doesn't say. It just says entourage.
4: Uh, so this, a security person, you can almost understand if they're, like, perceiving a threat. Like, your job is to beat up anybody that's coming in too hot.
3: Why would you throw a punch when there's no threat if a guy's standing there?
4: Yeah. Do you
3: know what I'm saying? And then once he's unconscious, you continue to beat him? No, these were thugs that were trying to act badass— for because who, they got I, to perform at a Tampa club that probably holds a hundred people.
4: I've never heard of rapper Nardo Wick.
3: Nobody has, except Nardo? for this kid who apparently loved him.
4: Nardo Wick's not even his real name. His real name's Horace Walls the Third.
3: Yeah. Gosh, sound... Those are
4: both bad names.
3: <laughs> and the kid that was in the hospital, not a troublemaker, didn't do drugs, didn't drink alcohol, wasn't in a gang, nothing.
4: I'd be burning my T-shirts and albums.
3: So uh, Ask for my ticket
4: money back and call a lawyer.
3: Tampa police are asking for assistance to identify the two suspects. They haven't gotten them yet. So oh, that's dude. upsetting. That's um, bad. What's
4: the matter with people?
3: They're idiots. People are idiots and they think they're bigger than they are. And they're just, people have gotten really angry these days. Past couple years. Yeah, what is that? The anger, the aggression. I mean, I
4: can be angry about stuff, but not to the point where I'm whopping people like that. You know, I'm just angry about having to get my paycheck stolen to send to other people in other countries. I know.
3: Um, Amazon is doing something that they have never done before.
4: No one's ever done this before, which I think is interesting.
3: Pretty soon, next year to be exact, you're going to be able to buy a car on Amazon for the first time.
4: That's I've always wondered why you couldn't just do that. Like, why can't I go to like Ford's website and buy a car? Why can't I go to the Chevy website and be like, hey, send me this well, like you of, would any other product?
3: A lot of places you can go and like design your own car and then, I guess, pick it up at the you dealership. You have to go
4: to the dealership. Why is there always a dealership middleman? Well,
3: you still have to go to the dealership. Everywhere you go. For this one, you have to, too. Oh, you do? Yeah. So you made a deal with Hyundai. Well, it's not the same. They made a deal with Hyundai, and um, they're going to allow dealerships to sell cars through Amazon. Now, they're not going to send it to you in two days and it's going to show up on your doorstep. You can order it and buy it on Amazon, but you have to go to the dealership to pick it up. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Huh.
4: That's curious. I wonder who came Is this a Jeff Bezos idea? I think so.
3: I'm
9: Jeff Bezos, and I'm about to take over the automobile industry, and that's why I'm wearing this tacky sports coat. <laughs> so, what's it going to take to get you into this brand new Elantra, eh, Sporto? Or perhaps you're more of the rugged outdoorsy type who prefers the all-wheel drive capability of the Santa Fe. There's never been a better time to purchase the Hyundai of your dreams on Amazon! (laughs) Oh, that's right. If you're a Prime member, each new Hyundai comes with free shipping and free floor mats. Better yet, I just talked to my sales manager. Now, he's never done this before, but he says he can throw in free undercoating. Okay, you're twisting my arm. You drive a hard bargain. How about I sweeten the deal with complimentary pinstriping? (laughs) (laughs) Shall I add it to the cart? The Sunny
2: Update. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. And
3: it's brought to you by All Electric Services. Let's ask Ah,
1: oh,
4: love that.
3: This is so fun. I can't tell if these are high school students or college students by the video. It kind of looks like a blend of both with a question about time. Mm. How many minutes are in a quarter of an hour?
10: 30. 25? 30. 50. <laughs> Like 25? It hurts. Yeah. 25? A quarter of a... 25. 20? A quarter of an hour, uh, 20. 60? 25. That's what I was like. Uh, yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, right, we got it, we got it. I think about it. I want to say 12. Okay, she wants to say 12.
7: Well, 60 divided by 4, no? And then 60 oh. divided
10: by 4... Well, I'm just going to say 12. Okay, that's oh. close enough. One quarter is one fourth? 12 times 4? A quarter like 4. You got to get the number plus... 100. Oh, a quarter of an hour that's 25. what 25? 25. 25? 25, right? Wait, wait. Idiot. 15. Oh god, I was gonna say 15. Oh, <laughs> you're
11: so sped. <laughs> He's let's have like scan oh, in. Oh my gosh.
1: Us.
4: Well, I don't think I'll be driving anywhere today. If you're stuck, because somebody pick me up. I just I those people are out there. I know. It's like um what was I don't think I have the clip anymore. Um it's like Jersey Shore. There was- somebody was talking to Snooky in one of those situations, I'm I, no, it's, it's. what time is it? It's quarter to five. I don't speak clock language. She does not. She said she didn't speak clock language. Was she wasted? What Tell me she was wasted. I don't know. Either way. Even if you were. There needs to be some excuse there. Even if you were. Time is constantly a factor for all of us. How could you- I'm not
3: even going to think about what they're not teaching kids in school right now. How are these people on time for anything? Mm. How did
4: you make it on time to class to learn English to have a discussion about being this dumb?
3: Here's something else they're not teaching. California's passed a law. They're focused on this stuff. Requiring educators to teach cursive handwriting from first through sixth grade. Do you know they don't really do that anymore? Law? I figured they didn't really do it. Like, I remember
4: having to do cursive, but I mean, I haven't written in cursive in a while. I
3: always write in cursive. That's all I write in.
4: Oh, and you do, I just thought you were sloppy.
3: Well, that too. <laughs> um, they don't require cursive anymore. I think Elliot learned it for a little bit in maybe the first or second grade, and then after that, they're like, Pfft, whatever.
4: So they don't have to write. Oh, yeah, I already forgot how to do stuff. Um, no. Let's see. Oops. Oh, oh, Are you a, trying
3: to write cursive right now and you're failing miserably? Is that what I'm witnessing?
4: No, there, there we go. Chill. Oh, boy.
3: Do you ever write half in cursive and the rest in just print.
4: That's where I started printing, because I used to do cursive all the time, and then I slowly evolved into print, and then it slowly turned into all caps, and now I just write like an old man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my my handwriting's not illegible, but cursive's hard for a lot of people to do properly and, like, have it look nice.
3: Well, they start you off where you trace the letter and you do the thing, but in their defense, some cursive letters just don't make sense. It looks nothing like what the letter looks like. Yeah,
4: like, I mean, the Z... Where are you getting that? Yeah. What, what is that?
3: I don't think I've ever written a Z in cursive. I will write the entire word in cursive and then put a printed Z. For
4: me, it's the S.
3: At, no, I write S in cursive, yeah.
4: I mean, it, it doesn't look like a...
3: No, it, it looks look like, like a sailboat. Regular,
4: yeah, what is that? What is that? It <laughs> doesn't look like anything. So now it's, it's by law. What's
3: the penalty for not writing cursive? I don't know. There's 20 states that have that right now. Really? Yeah. it's are we one weird. of them? I don't know. It doesn't have those states listed. Ah, old-fashioned
4: penmanship. Kids, I mean, they can't even read clocks. You want them to learn cursive?
3: And you know what's funny? One person created this. Her name's Connie Sloan. Why are we listening to Connie? What's Connie got? That's yeah. so important. Why are we doing what Connie says?
4: Her husband owns the uh, uh, fountain pen
3: empire. Maybe.
4: I don't know. God, we're always looking for the... <laughs> I'm
3: not listening to you anymore, Connie. Yeah, Connie. Do you ever have a boring task that you absolutely love doing?
4: Um yes, there's definitely a few that I, I enjoy. I uh I enjoy good scraping of something.
3: Okay, a okay. Satisfying
4: scraping's nice. Um I love a good clean mirror or piece of glass. <sighs> That's nice. You get a glass table, like I'll do the underside you have and to. then the overside and touch it carefully with the microfiber cloth to get it down so it's not But I mean outside of that stuff, man.
3: Um, do you ever pressure wash anything?
4: Oh, that's nice. That's that really, oh, very. Line by line, just mm-hmm. clearing the scuzz away. You write your name, maybe do a little cool little doodle, and then just <laughs> line by line. It's the best. That's ah, very good.
3: People, it says here, according to this, people love vacuuming. Same thing. I think it's a line thing, and it's all nice and clean. And you're I got carpet, up. yeah. Um, cleaning or sanitizing your home, you know what a clean freak I am. I'm cleaning all the time.
4: It depends for me on the item I'm cleaning, but.
3: I think that there's a big difference between being messy and being dirty.
4: Yes. Yes. Very yep. different. I mean, because you can be cluttered and not filthy. You know, filth is where like you're letting the scum build up clutter. It's like I didn't put anything away and things are out.
3: Do you ever go to somebody's house? I'll admit it. I do this all the time. If I go to your house, I'm judging you. I'm looking around. I'm seeing what's clean. I'm you not going to have the
4: baseboards, a, aren't you?
3: Not going to do that with a white glove. But if I go into your bathroom, I will open the curtain and see how gross your tub is. You check the medicine cabinet. Sometimes. Oh,
4: no. I don't long. have a medicine cabinet. I got a whole closet. Will you open the door? Maybe. I mean, it's different just the mirror. Oh, the mirror is swung out. It's just trying to put it. Mm. Do you take any pills while you're in there? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I Borrow would never some do hand cream? Mm-mm. I judge people on their hand soap. Yeah. I definitely do. You and got you the new Bath any? and Body Works, a holiday scent? Pfft, you're in there. But if I see you using just like lava.
3: Um, I will always have a liquid soap for people to wash their a hands with. Liquid soap, nice. Yeah, I, I don't usually, prefer the bar. My husband gets uh, irritated with me because it has to match the decor of the bathroom. Like if if my bathroom <laughs> is decorated all Christmas, don't be showing up with no blue liquid soap because <laughs> I'm not gonna put it out. I have
4: really been like <laughs> pushing my girlfriend's buttons when it comes to this because we just moved in together and she's like, we need another rug for the bathroom. I'm like, hang on, I just emptied the storage. I got a bathroom rug, real nice, cushy, perfect thing to step out of the shower with. She's like. Mm, and it's gray, which doesn't match the motif.
3: I'm with her. And I'm like,
4: she's like, well, we'll, we'll figure out a place to put it. I'm like, it's a there's only nice like two showers. It's either going here or it's going here. I mean, which which one, which one can it go in?
3: I think every I see female- what you're doing here, and I don't like it. <laughs> every
4: girl can relate to this. And I'm like, well, are you trying to tell me that my stuff just can't be here? We'll find a place for it. Like, and- oh, other than the dumpster?
3: The solution to that argument is let's go pick one out together so it's not yours or mine. It's one we chose together. And yeah, then I already when, have a thing because then I'm spending money to get a thing that I already own. Here's how we wear you down because then we realize he's not going to want to do this. Let's oh, go yeah. pick out a bath mat together and you go.
4: She waits I, for me to go, I don't care. Just I don't want to do this.
3: Thank you. And we wear you down and then we get to pick what we want anyway. God, There's a method. Planned.
4: It's planned. I figured I'd just like get tired and let her. T- oh, my gosh. This is a helpful insight, Jill. Thank you. You're welcome. How do I flip the tides?
3: (laughs) I don't know. I can't help you with that
4: one. Ask my husband.
3: Harold never wins. I don't know. (laughs) He does. He wins a lot, but you can ask him. I don't know. Maybe he'll teach a class. Because
4: I'll win on the stuff that like she might not have originally wanted, but it's too cool for her to say no. Mm -hmm. But my dirty old gray... uh,
3: Bath mat didn't cut it.
4: No. No, I'm kind of upset because it's cushier than the thing she has picked out. I get it. The strawberry rug is cute, but...
3: (laughs) (laughs) You have a strawberry rug?
4: Yeah, the master bathroom.
3: That's adorable. Is the rest of the bathroom strawberry motif? No, we don't.
4: We're still playing musical stuff. I gotcha. So you got things all over the place. I'm like, why is everything in this one room? All right, just spread it out. What am I going to do with this?
3: So that was one of the things that people uh, consider a boring task that they love to do. Grocery shopping was number one, which I love. It's my peaceful time.
4: Stocking the fridge for my girlfriend. You get to line all those beverages up in the nice way to line them up and you got all the fruits and all the oh
3: thank you my husband thinks I have a disorder because I have to have the refrigerator all lined up Rick thinks I have a disorder like the husband from sleeping with the enemy I 100% <laughs> am and my husband will go to put something back in the refrigerator he yeah. opens it up and he and I can see him looking at me out of the corner of his eye like am I going to put this in here and it's going to be the wrong place
4: if I put it askew how fast will it take for you to come rip my face off so
3: he's looking at the fridge and I see him looking at me out of the corner of his eye and I'm laughing I don't expect you to be like that. Yeah. Let me be the, the crazy one. You can I'll fix it later. Yeah. And then he just throws his hands up and he goes, I don't know where anything goes. I don't know where I'm supposed to put this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just put it in there. It's fine.
4: See, but that's that's how we get you the other way. The other night he's like, well, I'm with dinner and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get in here. Will you get this out? I'm like checking every cupboard. I'm like, I you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I don't even know where anything is and now I'm just in your way. Yeah. Like, yeah you're right. Just I'll handle it. Just I'm go like,
3: sit down. I can't with oh, you.
4: Excellent wow, yeah, I guess I just got to trade a rug for food. don't Yeah,
3: that's pretty exciting. But you know what's not exciting? Hmm. And I've never been, there has to be people that agree with me on this. I know Zoom became a big thing with Ugh. COVID. I've never liked, not from day one, Zoom. I don't want to be a part of it. Don't ask me to be on a Zoom call.
4: I don't like being on camera.
3: It's not the camera that bothers me. It's just the whole thing. Like, why can't we meet in person? What's the issue? I would rather get in my car and drive to you, or you get in your car and drive to me, or we can meet somewhere. Why do we have to be on an app, on a phone, on a computer? I can't stand it.
4: What makes it easier for you to not pay attention in the meeting, which I find helpful?
3: And meetings are ten times more boring over Zoom. If I'm on a meeting over Zoom... You're right. I'm not paying attention. If I'm there, I'm probably not paying attention, but at least I have to make it look like I'm paying attention because you could see me and my body language.
4: You don't see me just clicking over, shopping on Amazon, and then forgetting that I'm on Zoom? I want- Oh, that's the worst.
3: No part of a Zoom call. Cracking a beer and everyone's like, what are you doing? Oh, oh, you guys can see me. That's right. I was supposed to have a Zoom call the other day and it got canceled and I was so excited because I, I loathe Zoom. I just, I hate it. I hate everything about it. Well,
4: Because like you said, everything, everybody's by themselves, so their demeanor towards each other and the way they speak changes and it's just like... That's what I
3: think it is. The terminology, the way you speak, I'm going to show you my scream. It's like a sleep aid.
4: Yeah. It promotes general
1: malaise. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to do it. Trouble sleeping? Try the most effective sedative on the market. Zoom, the Zoom meeting sleep aid. Right before bed, log on to Zoom and get your Z's. Welcome, everyone. As you can see on your screen, our fourth quarter fiscal projections are in line with our future earnings and level with our core competencies. Zoom is guaranteed to deliver hours of deep sleep between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Okay, moving on to page 174 of the whiteboard spreadsheet. If we synergize our <coughs> workflow to increase the level... <coughs> (coughs) Zoom also has features to keep you from getting fired, like a fake profile pic of you wide awake and an always-on mute button. Yeah, and we also need to discuss leveraging our assets to offset the depreciation. Zoom with three Zs. Now, sleeping through the night is as easy as sleeping through the day. Okay, are there any questions? No? Okay, on to the next set of slides. But first... I oh, want dude. To... I know, it's
10: crazy,
6: right?
2: Crazy talk. <laughs> now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show.
6: Somebody do something stupid!
2: With Jill and Smokestack.
7: Oh,
4: Jill. <laughs> I almost didn't do this story.
3: One up. Oh, wait. Slightly is this...
4: controversial.
3: Is this the dead body one?
4: No, 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 okay. no. i <laughs> I'm letting Rick tackle that tomorrow yeah, Oh my gosh
3: That one's messy I don't want to I was do like that.
4: that's That's gonna be 30 minutes I won't lie <laughs> uh, A Finnish menstrual product company Has launched tampons for men For International Men's Day
3: <laughs>
4: And <laughs> International Transgender Awareness Week
3: Okay let me explain this one more time If you're a dude You don't have a uterus Uh huh Uterus Is something that is biological Only to women that are born women Uh You also have a set of uh, fallopian tubes, some ovaries, uh, usually a cervix of some sort. Of some sort. (laughs) It's not something you can go to the cervix store and just get.
4: Yeah, um, they're saying periods aren't just an issue for women. As trans men and non-binary people may have a womb and periods, the company Vokuset, another Finnish, they said in a press release. Um, So where are they putting
3: these? Let me ask you this. I'll, I'll I'll even play along Let's play along for a second Okay It'll be a fun game Hopefully. Oh Let's say That you were a, uh, a woman That now identifies As a man mm-hmm. Okay So you were born With a uterus And ovaries And all the fun stuff Do you buy the man ones Why can't you just use The women ones That are already out there Why does there need To be a man one Does it come in A different color Does it make you feel More manly by using it Yeah I
4: mean Is one got like A burlap pull cord Or I something I, I don't I I I don't know now in camo?
3: And if you're a dude that identifies as a woman, you don't need one at all. You know? You don't got the parts. You don't got the
4: garage. Yeah. And even when you do the operation swap, they don't give you all new parts. It's not a complete engine swap. mm You know? It's just no. a different outer body. It, correct. So now your Mazda looks like a Porsche. It's just different. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is... <laughs> I love a stupid criminal. Snazzy pair of colorful underwear undid this guy's uh, whole criminal plot. What happened? Uh, Three masked men enter the store in Queens and uh, two of them are brandishing guns, running around. The third's trying to empty the cash register and uh, they're grabbing merchandise. They took the cell phones of all the store employees. Surveillance video shows the third suspect wearing low slung jeans that expose his undies. And they're brightly colored, had a large letter R on them along with the year 1990 in yellow. An anonymous tipster gave police the Instagram handle of the undie bandit and told cops the suspect also tried to sell the stolen goods in another location after the robbery. But, yeah. Jeez. Custom undies will do you in every time. Well. (laughs) This lady, not her first rodeo uh, with legal complications, woman considered one of Virginia's most arrested women back behind bars. Big surprise. She's facing nearly two dozen new charges. Her name's Chelsea Steiniger. She's 31, faces a total of 21 charges from identity theft to drug possession. She was in uh, court on a different set of charges, but they described her as being jovial in court, standing up, uh, shackled by the handcuffs and the leg cuffs. Oh, both. Wow. Judge suspended several sentences, but imposed a 30-day sentence on a charge of driving under the influence. Um, the paper shows, a stat, uh, st- a state database shows that she's been arrested 63 63- Times. That's
3: too many. Why are you allowed to walk around society when you've been arrested that many times? You should just be... Put, after a certain number, it's like you can't function in society anymore. You know what I'm
4: saying? Do you just move your stuff into the cell and just take vacations out of jail?
8: Yeah.
4: 63 times. <sighs> Local lawyer uh, Scott Goodman says her number of arrests exceed those of anyone else that I've ever heard of. <laughs> One of her more notable recent convictions involves stealing a scooter that belonged to a nurse who was working at the uh, University of Virginia Medical Center. She got a suspended sentence in that case, ordered to pay restitution to the nurse. One of her past crimes sent an innocent man to jail for two years. This lady's like a super crook. But, like, I don't know how you keep getting out. She made up false rape allegations against a grocery store manager in 2012. Uh, He was freed in 2015 after the defense convinced the court that she made up the whole thing. Bunch of fraud. Uh, Yeah, she made up the story to an angry boyfriend. Never faced prosecution in that case, but now she's back in. Time 64. It's keep like crazy. her. Just yeah. keep her this keep time. Keep her in there. What do you think? She's not going to go back for 65? Jeez. If I'm getting arrested, I'm freaking out in court. She's been there so many times. She's like, what's up, judge? How you doing? Hey, bailiff. Good to see you again. How's your wife? <laughs> you,
3: know? you don't want to put an ankle bracelet on her or nothing. Keep track of what she's doing. Something.
4: Uh, Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah. Now, usually around this time of year, you have those, What uh, it's stovetop came out with the pajamas and everybody went nuts for them. Yeah.
3: Didn't Arby's um, have a whole thing that you wore all their clothes? Yeah.
4: Everybody's coming out with different things. Mm-hmm. Look, it's, you know, pizza roll Crocs or whatever. Oh, yeah. KFC, no stranger to those, those fun little media ploys. They've got a new one now, a KFC themed wedding.
3: No way. Didn't they do one? with uh, Taco Bell? No. Who did it? it? Somebody else did a wedding thing. I know the Wienermobile did a wedding thing. Yeah,
4: they, they used to do the Wienermobile weddings okay, where you maybe get that's married in front of the of. Wienermobile or some sort of Las Vegas action. But um, <laughs> this bride, she had this whole vision. It cost her $2,300. That's
3: cheap for a wedding.
4: Oh, yeah, not bad. She had the KFC-themed wedding of her dreams. That's hilarious. Um, her name's Langley Wong, 32, of Singapore. And she wanted a Kentucky Fried Chicken wedding, so she got it done. Her husband, 40, said making it a unique and memorable wedding day was the plan. So they had, um, she's because she's a KFC fanatic, she emailed KFC hoping the company would give her a cutesy little souvenir basket. But when they learned, because um, she's in a wheelchair, they learned of her disability because she's got a, a blood vessel in her brain that diminished her ability to walk. Oh. So they tell um, me they
3: did they did one up and they gave her. Oh the yeah,
4: th- they weren't going to just send her a simple little you know chotchkie pack. Yeah, they uh, footed the bill for half of the wedding food and provided the uh, decorations for the reception, including a beanbag chair fashioned in a life-size Zinger spicy chicken sandwich. So they did the decor, they paid for half the meal, and they had all this fun KFC stuff there.
6: That's a lot.
4: Isn't that sweet. So, no word on if it was finger-licking good or not, but okay. we'll
9: find out. The Colonel's back, and man, oh man, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. My new chicken-themed weddings. Finally, your special day can be made even more special with my delicious chicken. Oh,
0: uh, well, what does that involve? I'm about to tell you.
9: Everything's chicken. The wedding cake is made out of pure chicken. A oh. chicken cake. Your bouquet, it's a bunch of drumsticks. Delicious. <laughs> oh, well, I I don't... And I'll even officiate your wedding. Do you take this man and this delicious chicken? Well, I... take the chicken. Take it or pay the price. I do. If anybody has any reason why these people shouldn't have this chicken wedding, keep it to your sales if you know what's good for you. Ah! The Colonel's new chicken-themed wedding, available now.
2: The Rick's D.C. Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
9: Another hour of the fun stuff
2: on deck. On 105.9 Sunny FM.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?